0: It is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. Just dial toll-free and join us here. Our number is 855-450-FREE. Like Freedom, that's 855-450-3733. Here in the studio tonight, it's Ian and Vincent. We've also got the Discord on-air call-in line rooms. Just jump into the Discord server over at discord.lrn.fm. You can uh, jump into one of those rooms. We'll get you on the air and you'll sound almost like... You are sitting in the studio with us. Well, you know, it seems like the big news, at least for a lot of Americans right now, is the polar vortex. Uh, News stories from around the country are saying that if you are in the Chicago area, for instance, you're recommended to not actually breathe deeply outdoors, uh, as well as you're not supposed to even really do much talking. Uh, when you're outdoors because it's supposed to be so cold perhaps as low as minus 66 is what it was in minnesota overnight fahrenheit or celsius fahrenheit minus 66 degrees according to the associated press and i know you had a, a related story to this we'll get into that here in a moment um, but here's the uh, the headline from the ap a polar vortex is engulfing the u.s here's what that really means and why these events might be getting more common is there something to this, or is this just fear mongering? For the first time since 2014, the polar vortex is descending on North America. Wind chill temperatures drop to minus 66 degrees Fahrenheit in Minnesota on Tuesday night, and more than 83 million Americans in the Midwest and parts of New England will contend with sub-zero temperatures sometime between Wednesday and Monday, according to CNN. I've heard it's supposed to get down into the negatives here uh, in beautiful little Keene, New Hampshire tonight. As a matter of fact, uh, according to the story here, some areas in Minnesota and the Dakotas are facing temperatures 50 degrees below average for this time of year. And they say that is life-threatening cold. The National Weather Service Chicago office reported wind chill temperatures in the range of minus 45 to minus 55 degrees. Now, you are
1: laughing already at I mean, this. You quick, everyone, buy a Hummer. We need to increase the temperature now. Everyone, just turn and leave on your lights, leave on generators, everything.
0: Now, you're from, actually, uh, Quebec province in Canada, originally and uh you spent some time up there recently for the winter holiday um, you're a college student but you know, you've got almost a month off i think during uh, the winter holidays you went up there for some period of time and you said when you got down here you were throwing off layers
1: uh it not so just hot. from canada from enfield in uh, you know grafton county i had to remove so 2 hours north
0: or whatever uh, just an, an hour, hour north
1: half. yeah yeah it's um well i was in the mountain areas mm-hmm. i guess so that's different but uh, yeah i mean today was Today I did need my jacket. Like I even normally, like this past week, I would just go around with just a t-shirt and my winter coat. Now I had to put something above the t-shirt because my arms are getting cold from underneath the uh, underneath a coat.
0: What's the coldest? I mean, having lived in Quebec for some amount of time, having visited there, what's the coldest you've seen? Do you recall?
1: Uh when I would go to visit luckily I would always miss the really cold marks I remember the coldest I've ever been was when we first visited New Hampshire when we were thinking of moving it was uh, I think it was around like the winter before Obama was elected and there was like 4 feet of snow more snow than I've ever okay. seen there before and and that was the coldest it's ever been so this was around like 2008 2009 So you don't recall
0: how cold it actually was what the temperature was cuz I know I've been in negative 20 and it might have even gotten colder than that last year
1: oh I, i've been in negative 22 yeah. it just went as you get as, as i get older i guess i start to feel it less or maybe you know all the alcohol really? yeah it's ruining my skin you know it's making my skin all hardened so you know I what alcohol feel you're under 21
0: oh what that's right oh,
1: oh, oh that's, that's right i'm in the states
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh wait no you mean all the alcohol you drank legally while you were in quebec absolutely because right? you can drink at 18 there legally The National Weather Service, uh, again, reported wind chill near Chicago of negative 45 to 55 degrees Fahrenheit Wednesday morning. That's this morning. The office cautioned that the extreme cold would continue through Thursday. The term polar vortex describes the mass of low-pressure cold air that circulates in the stratosphere above the Arctic and Antarctic regions. Sometimes the circulation of the polar vortex weakens during the winter, causing surges of frigid air to splinter off and drift south. The freezing air is carried by the jet stream, a current of wind that extends around the hemisphere and divides the air masses in the polar region from those farther south. This polar air mass has always been present, but scientists first dubbed it the polar vortex in 2014 when a similar, though less severe, cold snap hit a majority of the continental U.S. North America, Europe, and Asia can all experience polar vortex events, which bring temperatures that are simply too cold. For people to be safely outside,
1: it's like ever you seen that movie, the uh, the day after tomorrow.
0: No, that's like oh. a disaster movie, though, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. versus ver- oh, ver- wasn't that scene? Roland Emmerich, yes, uh, the director, yes. the guy ver- who did Stargate. Uh, and, uh, independent... Yeah, Independence yeah. Day. So, versus, yeah. you know, it's, like, it, it's it's sort of something similar or whatever. It's not a scientific movie, but no. there, there's a scene where, like, someone steps outside and it's, like, the liquid nitrogen effects from a Terminator 2. It's, like, they just, give, they just like, freeze. And, you know, versus, like, a scene that's where... if all the cold air is entering a building and they're, like, creating fire and you see the cold air, like, leaving. And it's, like, so that's just what it reminds me of. You're talking about
0: frostbite and hypothermia issues very quickly, like, in a matter of minutes... Maybe seconds, according to Brian Hurley, meteorologist with the Weather Prediction Center, according to them. Hypothermia, hypothermia occurs when your body loses heat faster than you can produce it. Frostbite arises when skin and the tissues below freeze or in extreme cases die. Chicago's National Weather Service also said that, quote, dangerously cold windchills could cause frostbite on exposed skin in as little as five minutes minutes the office suggests covering any exposed skin and bringing pets indoors what do you do with a pet that's indoors like at some point they got to go out unless you want them peeing all over the place inside and taking a dump in the middle of the floor
1: well that's that's what bathrooms are for in regards to the dump some people you know what they do is for spoiled dogs they put you know they, they would they they would catch it right you know i've seen some crazy you know dog animal lover wackos do that i mean it's gross but you got to do what you got to do you don't want to have a dirty floor when it's snowmageddon outside you're referring to what i have done with uh jazzy yeah and i'm surprised you didn't think it. like i mean it doesn't come intuitively right you know the average person doesn't think oh man you know i i just have to have to have to wait there for it but i'm surprised you didn't you didn't suggest that
0: no no the reason i do that is uh it's more efficient that way because you don't want to mess up somebody's lawn, right? Like it, like right now it's, it's snowy; it doesn't really matter. Um, but uh, you know, otherwise, you don't want a, a messy old poop going all over somebody's lawn, and then you know, because you can't. all if it's real like fluid, you can't. You know, you just can't get it all if you're trying to pick at the the yard, and then you end up picking up clumps of their grass, and you know, it's just much more. I think kind thing for the neighbors ultimately and it's it's actually a little bit more efficient it's a little bit faster to just catch it on the way
1: uh on the way out oh and and it's it, it, it's you effective can't do that if you're with,
0: stuck inside you can't do that with a number one though you can't do it that way it was just with a number two
1: well if you have like one of those canadian milk bags or you know a <laughs> wine thing you could just but
0: So, eight deaths have already been linked to the recent weather, according to CBS News. One Illinois man was fatally struck by a snowplow. Two people died in a car accident in Indiana, and a man collapsed and died in Milwaukee. After shoveling snow outside, another man was found dead on the doorstep outside of his Detroit home. How does that happen? And three deaths in Iowa were linked to the storm. So, they're not saying here people are actually dead because of hypothermia. There's... There's no actual citation here that, okay, yeah, this guy, died on, this guy died on his doorstep. He could have had a heart attack
1: outside, right? That's a good point. Or, uh, I mean, the way I'm thinking, he could have been locked out and then froze, but it, it doesn't say he was locked out. So that's... Uh...
0: No, it doesn't say that. And it, look, if you're locked out of your house, I mean, there's a good chance your neighbors are going to let you in. You know, if, it, if it's a life or death situation, even if you don't know them particularly well... You've probably seen
1: them. They've probably seen you. They know you're their neighbor. So like, I guess it's sort of like in a disaster scenario, you know, like these, these deaths might have happened anyways. It's just that now that we're in a disaster situation, we're counting them and trying to see if uh, or they might be doing it, try and see if it's related. Well, that's the thing.
0: They're they're saying that this is really scary, that it's really dangerous. And I'm not trying to downplay it. I mean, it definitely sounds like a serious thing. Uh, but of course, the news media does want to make things sound maybe more serious than oh, absolutely. they, Fear they porn. actually are. So, I mean, I would say you probably don't want to be outside during temperatures like that unless you absolutely have to be. And if so, stay out for as little time as you possibly can. Uh, Sounds like a pretty serious situation. But it leads to the question about uh, global warming or so-called climate change. And you've got something about that, Vince. And we'll get into it. Your calls and thoughts are welcome. Whether it's the weather or something else that's on your mind, you can take control of the airwaves here on Free Talk Live at 855-450-FREE. It is Free Talk Live. You dial toll-free, bring up whatever you want. Our number is 855-450-FREE. The polar vortex is something that is uh, vexing a lot of people here in the United States. Millions of Amer- Americans are dealing with very, very cold temperatures. Uh, as we speak, as uh, nighttime begins to make its way westward across the united states it's ian and vincent here uh, in the studio with you tonight in our chilly studios it's not that cold in here thankfully but outside in new hampshire it's right now 16 degrees in Keene, expected to get down to negative five tonight now i don't know what the wind chill is going to be like here but it's probably going to be a little bit colder than that but that's nothing compared to what some of the folks out in the midwest are dealing with with temperatures down as low as negative 50 perhaps negative 60 degrees in the last 24 hours they've actually had that happen uh, apparently in Milwaukee so pretty serious stuff uh, even uh, according to this the, the story at the AP US Postal Service has suspended mail delivery service in nearly 100 zip codes so so much for uh, no you know the old saying <laughs> about the postal service no what what is it nor, slow, nor snow nor sleet nor something I've never like used that. a postal a service
1: yeah it, so why would <laughs> you, I know how
0: You've that? never sent mail the whole your whole life in the United States you've never actually sent physical
1: mail somewhere No wow I forgot that I'm on the radio <laughs> for a second No yes no I was shaking my head No <laughs> That is
0: reality here folks that like you're actually dealing with somebody who is 20 years old and has never seriously. You never sent a letter to grandma or anything like that. That's uh, ne- No,
1: it would be be calls. It would be calls. You made, because, you made phone calls. Well, I was I was raised in an isolated area, so mm-hmm. you might as well just make the call instead of sending the letters. Have so.
0: you ever talked on a landline phone?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Was most, okay. most of the calls people I talked to was on landline <laughs> early in my life. But you yourself were
0: on a landline
1: phone yes okay yes oh yeah i've been i've been i didn't stop using vhs until um until i was 10 so for the whole beginning of my life is vhs
0: but that's interesting because we have talked about just as as an aside we have talked about how the postal service is this dying entity that it's hemorrhaging billions of dollars in cash every single year and uh, you know a big reason of course is because everything's going online i mean a lot of billing is online now um a lot of Person to person communications, and in, in the old days, our grandparents wrote letters to one another. That doesn't happen anymore. Maybe grandparents are still writing letters, but uh, nobody's ri- for the most part. Younger people, uh, the baby boomers, they're not writing
1: letters. They're they're sending emails. It's all a bunch of junk mail too. For every right. one, like you know, I, I have a I have a postal um, I have a, a mailbox now. For every one, like not useful but important piece of like actual important piece of mail I get, I get like ten spam of uh, offers or. Of, of her of her junk and it's it just fills up the trash can. It's tiring.
0: So uh, it's just interesting because you know you're an example of probably someone typical. I mean, I'm not gonna say you're typical in all ways, but you're you're a young person who has never sent something through. You've never put a stamp on an envelope. You seriously, you you seriously have never done that in well, your
1: entire life. Probably like one of the parents' envelopes when I was young, but no, I've never like you said, Where's the stamp. Yeah,
0: no.
2: Wow.
1: See, that's the postal
0: service is done for. Because you're probably not that uncommon in your age range. There are probably a lot of people your age who have not ever had any reason to send... I mean, they had a phone in their hands from day number one or a tablet or whatever basically
1: well and i i never even was into all that technology and i don't use it but i will take one uh take one point against it. i don't think it's done for not while you have like you know the union and the government backing it it's not we're not going to say goodbye to it oh until, yeah until probably decades after it's passed that it should have gone it, yeah
0: yeah i think you're right about that um, so if you want to comment, you're welcome to join us here. Toll free number 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. By the way, speaking of things that are of a newer sort, there is, of course, Bitcoin.com. It's your premier source for everything Bitcoin related. We're talking about things that are changing the world. The Postal Service isn't changing the world Um email has killed the postal service and now of course email is kind of on the way out with social networking and all that um although well, maybe email,
1: we could see crypto kill the banks
0: although i still spend a lot of time doing emails way more than i'd like to uh but uh, cryptocurrency like bitcoin absolutely does have the potential of killing the old money system now it's not going to happen tomorrow it's probably not going to happen next year it's still pretty early on in this game and so when it when you look at the price of a bitcoin being around 3400 us dollars per bitcoin today And you think, well, it's too expensive. I can't afford that. Well, look, you don't need to get a whole Bitcoin. You can get a fraction of a Bitcoin. You can get $20 worth of a Bitcoin. In fact, you can learn how to do it over at Bitcoin.com. You can get the Bitcoin.com Academy uh, as well. It's totally free to take that over at Bitcoin.com. Plus, if you're not brand new to Bitcoin, there's stuff for people that are experienced as well, like getting the latest news headlines or engaging with the community on the Bitcoin forum over at Bitcoin.com. So we were talking about the weather here in the United States. Uh, The polar vortex is what folks are dealing with. The Postal Service suspending mail delivery in 100 zip codes, or about 100 zip codes. Almost 1,500 flights were canceled at Chicago's O'Hare Airport, and another 326 were grounded as of midday today. According to NBC, FlightAware, the airline tracking site, Reported 1,975 flights leaving or, excuse me, within leaving or entering the U.S. have been canceled and another 611 are delayed. Despite the AP, by the way, despite President Trump's assertions to the contrary on Twitter, the emergence of a polar vortex does not invalidate the scientific consensus on global warming. Now this is starting to sound like opinion, isn't it? Because the idea that there is a consensus on something in science I find to be fallacious from the word go like science isn't about having a consensus it's about you know you have a theory you test your theory you you have a hypothesis you test the hypothesis you make a theory people try to to break it basically they try to prove that you're wrong with whatever it is that you've come up with that's what science is about it's very unlikely that of all the scientists in the world 100% of them agree on everything if you want to join us here toll-free numbers 855 450 free the polar vortex creates weather events that take place regionally on days-long or week-long time scales the latter is a planet-wide phenomenon caused by increased concentrations of certain gases in the earth's atmosphere global average temperatures are still among the highest ever recorded and oceans are the warmest they've been since we started keeping records in fact, recent research shows the frequency of winter polar vortex events has increased over the past 4 decades perhaps because of climate change. Now of course first it was an ice age back in the 70s, the global cooling, then it became global warming and now it's global climate change where they're trying to like have both, like have their cake and eat it too, have both things be true at once. Oh yeah, it's still getting warmer even though it's getting colder.
1: What? And by it's like by, by calling it now climate change, that's sort of like the bottom of a barrel term they could come up with because there's no way, you know, there's no real way to debate climate change right, it's because true. the climate is always changing. But we're trying to co-opt it to their own, uh, you know, the climate change means whatever they say it is. And uh, we're trying to start to illegalize opposition to that. In some places, people are calling for climate change deniers to be arrested. Like, is that scientific, having people who question your hypothesis have them arrested? Wow. Are people really calling for that? Yes. Who's calling for that? Yes, yes. A a bunch of these big uh, big point dexter climate people. Uh I can't. i can't list any names well, off the top so I of my head names, but, I see, but is
0: it like so it's like actual there's people well, it's in the, the th-
1: talking heads that they get on tv to go spew out uh, talking points it's the, you know it's all the big popular people who are trying to do it and it's like the alarmists yeah. it's like alarmism
0: i gotta agree with gene the christian anarchist on this uh he's frequently called about this topic it's like the idea that human beings can have any kind of meaningful effect on the planet seems ridiculous to me and exactly what is their plan to deal with so-called climate change what create a how is
1: exactly it carbon th- The Bitcoin.com wallet is a simple and powerful, full-featured wallet that allows you to send and receive Bitcoin, BTC, and Bitcoin Cash, BCH, with anyone, anywhere in the world. It supports both single and multi-signature wallets and is available in multiple languages. The
2: Bitcoin.com wallet is available on Windows, Linux, Mac, Android, and iOS devices. Use
0: the
1: Bitcoin.com wallet to buy, send, store, and receive both Bitcoin, BTC, and Bitcoin Cash, BCH. Learn more at wallet.bitcoin.com. That's wallet.bitcoin.com. Bitcoin.com.
0: It's Free Talk Live. You dial toll free and join us right here on the radio. Our toll free number is 855 450 free, like freedom. That's 855 450 3733. We do have an email list. If you'd like to sign up for that, you go to freetalklive.com. It's right there on the front. Uh, toward the top of the site just drop your email address in that sign up box get on the list we will send you usually one per week one email per week so we're not going to burden your inbox nothing worse than a bunch of junk coming into uh, an inbox we try to keep it simple keep it short uh, and do it weekly and that way uh, hopefully you'll appreciate the news coming from free talk live rather than feeling overwhelmed just go to freetalklive.com you can get signed up there Again, that's freetalklive.com. With you tonight, it's Ian. And Vincent. So, Vincent, uh, I started out the show tonight. We talked about the polar vortex and some of the the dangers of uh, being outside, apparently, in the Midwest, especially in very deep negative Fahrenheit temperatures, going down as low as apparently as uh, negative 60 last night, maybe continuing that low over the next day or so. Um, so you know, there was kind of like the warning aspect to it, but then it led to in the the AP uh, became an opinion piece after talking about you know the supposed facts of the polar vortex. They were excusing the polar vortex, saying, "Oh well, this doesn't invalidate global warming. See, the the globe's still getting warmer."
1: But it's also getting colder. Yeah, you know, journalism is, is is dead in this country. You know, AP is supposed to be the gold standard for what journalists want to um Right, as- they have their own to. style guide. Absolutely, that, that we follow. I think the uh, the college, the, um, or some journalism programs at the college are AP, um, not affiliates or however something we could use AP style, yeah. A- AP works without crediting them. So AP is held with, with reverence of journalists, and we're still doing this opinion garbage mm. uh, and pushing talking points and yeah it's, it's 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 unfortunate
0: Now you had a related story on this global warming because this brought us to the discussion of well is this the whole thing bs the claim that every scientist
1: agrees with it i'm just not going to buy that on its face that sounds like junk to me well no not every scientist ian if, it, if they said 100 percent of scientists that would have sounded like soviet propaganda it's something around 97 or 99 percent of climate scientists agree <laughs> right you know you can't have you know the election go 99% or 100% for stalin right you got to have you know a few other votes there here and there little percentages hmm. that makes it makes the sheeple think they have the choice the illusion of choice so well
0: right i, mean, I guess the word consensus seems to me on its face i mean the actual well, that's what they use that's a word they use yeah, is consensus I, right right and that makes it sound like everybody agrees even though that's not exactly what the word means i mean, to me that's what the word Feels like so it's the consensus, that's what science thinks. Um, but the actual definition of consensus is just a majority of opinion. So it could be a 51% consensus. And regardless, um, you know, majority does not make right. A, a group of people, a large number of people saying a thing doesn't necessarily mean that they're correct about that thing.
1: Well, and the fact that they're scientists also doesn't necessarily mean that they're correct. Now, obviously, climate science and physics is two different things. But, you know, a lot of the things that uh, Stephen Hawking came up with, you know, he's all revered and everyone has become a scientific meme. A lot of that was disproven or he Mm. even disproved it himself. That's uh, so, the whole
0: point of science. Is to uh,
1: absolutely, absolutely. Keep yeah, coming yeah. up with new theories and testing them. But there's like a cult hypotheses. of there's like some sort of cult of personality or a cult, cult of geek where just because someone you know looks has said you know talks well or mm-hmm. has you know is, is quirky like Neil deGrasse Tyson, everything they say is true. Up, oh, up oh, you can't you can't question it. Up, oh, it's yeah. ver, ver a scientist. So here this is from PJ Media. Record cold forces rethink on global warming by Do- by Tom Harris and Doctor Tim Ball. This was published. Uh, yesterday headlines around the world are reporting exceptionally frigid conditions and unusual high levels of snowfall in recent weeks they tout these events as records but few people understand how short the record actually is usually less than 50 years a mere instant (laughs) in earth's 4.6 billion year history (laughs) Alleged, alleged the, the reality is that when viewed—oh, wait—because you believe in the six thousand year thing in the Bible, you don't really believe that, right? Uh, the reality is that when viewed in a in a wider context, there is nothing unusual about current weather patterns. And also, I mean, I, I put the allegedly in there because, like, there's no way you could actually know. I mean, I'm thinking if you, if you weren't there, there's, there's, it's very difficult to say exactly what it was. But despite this fact, the media, directly, indirectly, or by inference, often attribute the current weather to global warming. Yes, they now call it climate change, but that is because because activists realized around 2004 that the warming predicted by the computer models on which the scare is based was not actually happening. Mm-hmm. carbon di- And that's, that's that's the main point of it. Well, like, here's their their, a shocker. Models, their yeah. computer models say that's what's going to happen. Here's a, here's a shocker. The human-programmed
0: human, uh, human programmed computers can't figure out what's going to happen with the weather. I mean, these things don't even know 24 hours out what's going to happen with the weather. How could anybody believe that a computer model is going to know anything you know, beyond the next day. Yeah, it might be all right at predicting that it's going to snow tomorrow. Like, that's been... It's been pretty decent at that, but it's always wrong about how much it's going to snow. The last snowstorm that we got here in the Keene area was the one before last night. There was yeah, one that well, happened last night. They the were like, oh, we're
1: going to have to cancel class. and everything." I wake up and there's just like a dusting and we had class anyways. It's always there was you- maybe three inches or something like that last night. But the other one, there was this big, bad
0: snowstorm that was supposed to come last week. And uh, everybody was like, I went somewhere and somebody's are you ready for the snow? I'm like, yeah, I got a shovel. Uh, What else do I need? And they were acting like it was going to be some kind of apocalypse or snow apocalypse. And they were
1: predicting 18 inches. Maybe there were six, maybe eight inches oh, I, uh, here in Keene. And I, I remember that storm. I was walking through it back from, uh, back from my show. And I took a picture and it's all tranquil or just snow. I'm like, oh, me walking through the storm at 2 a.m it's uh yeah it's just just alarmism to you know people criticize uh, talk radio or alex jones for fear porn but you know every yeah. every media organization does it because oh, they what sure sells. do i mean would it sell you know would people care as much of a weather if they said yeah it's just going to be eight inches tomorrow uh, it's going to look scary but uh don't worry absolutely not
0: well they, yeah they want you to tune in they want you to hold through a, a break right uh, you've probably studied to some extent television news And the way that it works, I mean, what's the old saying? If it bleeds, it leads. I mean, I remember watching the news media years ago in Florida. I I used to work at the Kmart down there, so I would see the 6 o'clock news because I was usually working during that time frame, and I'm in the electronics department, so I see all the the TVs, we got it on one of those channels or whatever. And uh, it wasn't uncommon for them to, at the very end of the news, they'd have, like, the cutesy story where it was like it's Mildred's 100th birthday and our cameras were there to capture the moment and you know they throw that in as like a you know 10 second or th- maybe maximum 30 second little tag story at the end of the news just as a as a filler it's so I mean, annoying nobody's going to put the Mildred 110th birthday story as the teaser that's not going to be what they say stay tuned tonight you're going to want to see this footage of Mildred blowing out her candles on her cake. I mean, no one cares. I mean, it's cute. It's adorable. But ultimately, it's not going to get anybody to hold through three commercial breaks.
1: No, no, absolutely not. And it's it's not about getting people accurate information now. It's just getting people to watch the commercials and, and, and spend their money. It's absolutely sick. This right. is why the country is in this state. But So
0: so it is fear porn. It's fear mongering. It, uh, and it works. It does work. Um, And, of course, it also works for politicians, too, who they – so not only the media, but the politicians can pander to this fear. And you've got, like, Ocasio-Cortez saying, the world's going to end in 12 years if we don't do something – Whatever that something is, some sort of government tax or program or whatever, it's ridiculous.
1: And, and it's not. I don't want it to go to say that any time there's anything bad in the news that it, it, it's fake or, or over-exaggerated. I, I just think that they want, and or what a politician says. I think they just want people scared of the stuff that they want to be scared of. I'll keep people in line, right? Like the real things people need to be scared about, like you know, the, the deficit, the size of government, the police state. You'll mm-hmm. never hear anything about that. And if you even just bring up the facts, they say, "Oh, you're a fearmonger. You're spreading fear porn. You're an alarmist." What else we got? It's uh, so we have here. Um, carbon dioxide levels continue to increase, but the temperature stopped increasing. So the evidence no longer fit the theory. English biologist Thomas Huxley commented on this dilemma over a century ago: "The hmm. great tragedy of science, the slaying of a beautiful hypothesis by an ugly fact." <laughs> that, that's a, that was Huxley. That was Huxley's uh, quote. Yeah, Thomas Huxley, not oh, okay. Aldous Huxley. Oh, okay. That, that, that quote. That uh, I'm unsure. That quote was uh, what pretty much what made me want to use this article. This, that, was, that was a good one. You got
0: more, though, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. All right, let's talk more about global, so-called global climate change, which is the replacement for global warming, which was the replacement for the supposed ice age, which, you know, there's always something that's going to kill us uh, on the planet. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. You can join us and take control of the airways on Free Talk Live. Yeah, it's Free Talk Live. You dial toll-free here to bring up anything that you want. Our number is 855-450-FREE. Like Freedom, that's 855-450-3733. Some would have you believe the world is going to end in 12 years if the government doesn't do something. And, of
1: course, the claim is, is that somehow attacks is going to save the world. Well, but Ian, save a world from what, right? There's, save a world from the polar ice caps melting to a point where there's no solid ice left on the planet. That's, that's what Al Gore warned about back when an inconvenient truth came out. But
0: isn't that false as well? Like, isn't it true that they're not actually...
1: Well, yeah, and the answer, which is whenever it comes to science, always shouldn't be yes or no. It's a complicated answer. It's Mm -hmm. like, you know, they would melt some seasons and then 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 grow grow again. And it's like with the polar bears, right? You've probably seen that image of like a polar bear on top of the uh, like floating on top of a piece of ice looking sad. And everyone's like, oh, my God, they're losing their habitat. Well, apparently that's how polar bears hunt. (laughs) And like some places they have like a huge there's like a large populations of polar bears that's exploding or so that that was a few years ago but it's like and it just shows that how i guess how good propaganda works right all you have to do is show a sad animal and people all rational thought goes out the window they don't bother looking it up for themselves they don't bother doing anything except saying oh my god yeah i'm gonna and they don't even like stop doing their own personal bad habits for the most part they just say oh i'm gonna vote for this person that'll fix everything so we're talking about a story
0: that uh, you have from yes. PJ Media. Now, it's kind of a conservative website, right? Uh, I've never heard of it before. Um, really? Yeah. Okay. No. I've, I've heard of it before. That doesn't invalidate necessarily what they're saying. They're kind of given another side uh, to this debate about
1: global climate change. And uh, you had more oh, on absolutely. that story so- to share. The uh, just uh, ended on a quote, the great tragedy of science, the slaying of a beautiful hypothesis by an ugly fact. Yet the recent weather is a stark reminder that a colder world is a much greater threat than a warmer one. While governments plan for warming. Yes, it is. Well, government, but yeah, you can't grow anything in the cold. All the indications are that the world is cooling. And to the contrary to the proclamations of climate activists, every single year, more people die from the cold than from the heat. A study in British really? medical study in the British medical journal, the Lancet, reached the following conclusion. Cold weather kills 20 times as many people as hot weather, according to an international study analyzing over 74 million deaths in 384 locations across 13 countries. That's interesting. How did this bizarre situation develop? It was a deliberate orchestrated deception. The results of the investigation of the UN Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, IPCC, were deliberately premeditated to focus on the negative impacts of warming. Mm. In their original 1988 mandate from the UN, global warming is mentioned three times, while cooling is not mentioned even once. The UN notes that, quote, Continued growth in atmospheric concentrations of greenhouse gases could produce global warming with an eventual rise in sea levels, the effects of which could be disastrous for mankind if timely steps are not taken at all levels. This narrow focus was reinforced when the 1992 United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change, body of the IPCC, is required to support defined climate change as being caused by human activity. When is a climate model useful? IPCC Working Group 1, WG1, produced the evidence that human-created CO2 was causing global warming. That finding became the premise for Working Group 2, which examined the negative impact and Working Group 3, which proposed mitigation policies and actions to stop the warming. The IPCC did not follow the mandatory scientific method of allowing for the null hypothesis, namely what to do if evidence shows CO2 is not causing warming.
0: I mean— I just, a lot of these environmental concerns, and, you know, I'll be clear, I'm not a scientist, just a talk show host, but I'm pretty sure I learned in science class in like elementary school that CO2 is
1: what plants crave. Oh, you're sounding like that that crazy health <laughs> ranger, Mike Adams. You know, I hope not, because I mean that guy is pretty crazy. Well, no, he i, I, I he might either, be right about some things, but he's a fascist. Uh, either him or I—well, I mean, I wouldn't—I wouldn't—wouldn't go that far. But yeah, I—didn't no. you say that about him on no, your show? No, Not me, not Ian. A, do, do I look like the kind of person who goes around calling people fascists? Ian, <laughs> I mean, after listening to my show since its inception, did you
0: have a graphic on your show questioning authority that showed him in like a Nazi uh, hat? Well, no, it, it was a captain's hat.
1: Uh. <laughs> From the Nazis, though, <laughs> no, 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 I put the T for Trump. It's <laughs> It did look like one of the Nazi hats. Well, though. I mean, you know, the Pinochet hat, the Soviet yeah. hat. It, it's a captain's hat. I see. But, uh... No, I mean, it's it's one of his arguments, I think, from one of his shows or it could have been someone else was saying that it's a good thing, which I don't I don't agree with, but that there's more CO2 because it's good for plants. You you could grow more food. You could feed more right. people. Uh, so that's like that's one of uh, that's a positive, a so-called positive side people never talk about.
0: Yeah, I mean, it could be if if the polar ice caps melt and the sea levels raise, maybe Florida will go back underwater, in which case, you know, the world's not going to end well yeah, it's i mean it go back
1: underwater well it's not just florida it's a lot of um like third world populations because they live on like the coast like mm-hmm. tropical islands and such but you know it, it might be, But like you were saying it's overblown the fears about the polar ice caps melting there's not oh, yeah. really much evidence i for remember it. some some teachers back in grade school because this is where most people get get brainwashed about this is in school either you mm-hmm. know it was higher education or grade school they said probably i think by this time or even before this time because was, i was told this in the the 08 or 09 that ever you know all these places would be underwater if we don't do something now to stop it right. and, and how our- many of them are underwater now zilch right but uh i i do remember uh, a teacher was talking about a, a volcano how a volcano a volcanic eruption was bad for the environment they're like because all the co2 it shoots up into the air and i said well and i'm not saying volcanic eruptions are, are aren't bad for the environment but in this case i said well wait a minute don't plants feed on co2 so uh yeah why would well, you know if the it was problem with a volcanic eruption one of them is that the ash will blot out the sun well, exactly that, that's which is why obviously it's i'm not saying it's not bad for it but you know when she couldn't answer the teacher couldn't answer that they're like yeah you know vincent you're right co2 is good for plants (laughs) but uh well and it'd be it's probably like
0: it seems like these environmentalists as smart as they purport to be just ignore some of the most basic facts i mean look you're not gonna run out of water all it does is change form okay the water is still out there yeah, you know, the whole idea that well, you
1: can't clean water.
0: I mean, wasting like- water, right? The idea of wasting water. I'm not saying you can't deplete temporarily, a, like you know, a water supply in like a lake bed or something like that. That can absolutely happen in the drought conditions and all that, but. The water doesn't disappear when you flush it down the drain, or you know, expend it out of your garden hose. It evaporates eventually, goes up into the sky, and then comes down as rainfall. Yeah, law of conservation of energy: nothing is <laughs> right. ever destroyed or created or destroyed. Right, and this is the same thing is true with energy that where they also are like, be careful you don't waste energy. You know, I actually saw today, Vince, well, and I was I was driving, and uh, I have a program called Waze and waze helps you you know navigate from point a to point b and it lets you report where the police are but every now and then they'll they'll post like an advertisement or a message of some sort and there's like this this helpful little message that comes up and says that the best reason for ride sharing is it reduces your carbon footprint and i'm like no the best reason for ride sharing is it lowers your costs that's the reason why you want to share rides with others is so it's cheaper to get from point A to point B. Well,
1: I think what they mean by the carbon footprint is instead of two people taking for separate cars. Yeah, I know what they mean. Se- okay
0: right but thanks for explaining it but that, yeah that's what they mean is it does reduce the carbon emissions but that's not the best reason to do it that's not the reason why people get in an uber that's not the reason why people i mean maybe there's a few environmentalists out there who you know get a real you know stiffy when they get in their uber or something like not that. a real
1: environmentalist like leo dicaprio they have pri- an al gore they have private jets they have motorcades right. to to drive them around
0: but the reason why uh conserving water and conserving electricity makes sense. Is because you're conserving your wallet. You're not spending as much money if you say, for instance, turn off a light when you leave the room. It doesn't have anything to do with saving electricity because, like you said, energy is neither uh, created nor
1: destroyed. Well, I, I not not a, well. I mean, it's not not created nor destroyed, but it isn't. You know, when you let's say, like let's say coal power plant, right? Mm-hmm. Coal naturally. Let's say yeah. Let's just use coal or gas that's you know obviously the the, the matter isn't destroyed it's just converted to co2 and emissions but you're not going to get that fuel back so i mean in, in regards to like fossil fuels yeah obviously no, it, but it the is energy finite, isn't gone right it's also just can't use changed it, form right but right? Yeah, yeah it changes form but you can't use it so wasting i i do believe you know wasting energy is a bad thing you know if you're using fossil fuel but it's only because of a,
0: but it's only because it's a poor choice economically that's the only reason why it's bad because there's always going to be other sources of energy out there Remember, it just changed form, so you have to find other ways of getting energy, and the marketplace has been amazing at doing that. Remember, they took what used to be considered a pollutant oil. It used to be considered a, a just black crap that destroys farmland, right? Like, oh my god, there goes some good property. We just had this oil come up and go all over the place when they didn't know what to do with it. It was a nuisance, and then somebody figured out, oh, yeah, you can burn that stuff, and it's actually really good for burning and super efficient, and now this home is heated by oil.
1: I mean, but in, in a pure free market, but I'm pretty sure we're suppressing a lot of the green technologies. And uh, You think green's being suppressed? Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah, by the, uh, by the establishment, the oil, the fuel industry. Uh, yeah, I think a lot of green technology and stuff. You know, like a carburetor that can make your, your car go 200 miles per gallon. Obviously, on they water, suppress that.
0: water, 855-450-FREE. That's our toll-free number here. We got more on uh, global climate nonsense. Hour two's coming up, free talk live.
1: Smart Cash is a peer-to-peer digital currency that is fast, secure, and easy to use. SmartCash is building a foundation that can support daily transactions for people everywhere. One feature that sets SmartCash apart is the SmartHive governance model and how the community can vote to fund the best projects with block rewards stored in the SmartHive Project Treasury. Unlike other cryptocurrencies with voting systems, SmartCash allows everyone to participate. One smart equals one vote. Learn more at smartcash.cc
0: This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves here. You can bring up whatever is on your mind. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE, like freedom. That's 855-450-3733. And Vincent, you and I, uh, and Matt, actually, who joined us on last, last week's after show that we did on Wednesday evening, late Wednesday night, after the radio show of Free Talk Live is over, we go Twitch only. Twitch being our video streaming service. Uh, where you can watch for free over at twitch.lrn.fm. You can watch the radio show on Twitch, but that's also on the radio. So there's certain things you can't say on the radio. And some of our Twitch viewers just don't seem to get that. And they want to come on and say words that we just can't allow
1: going or, on the radio. Or maybe they, they know exa- that's exactly why we're doing it. They know because we can't afford to allow air that.
0: could Could be. Uh, but we have the technology to make it so that it doesn't air, and we've tried to explain it to them, and they just don't seem to get it. Uh, but so I, uh, I that's one of the reasons why we have this after show. It's like, hey, you want to say the F word on, on, this, on this show? Well, you can't do it on the radio, but you can do it on Twitch because Twitch doesn't care about that. Now, there are a few things that Twitch does care about, but the amount of censorship is much lower. So therefore, we call the show... Twitch, The Twitch-only version of the show, Freer Talk Live, and that will be tonight at just after 10 p.m. Eastern Time on twitch.lrn.fm. You're going to stick around for like an hour of it because you've got schooling and stuff to do uh, tomorrow. So uh, to bring you up to speed, in case you're just tuning in here, Vincent, we've been talking about a story from, I think it was PJ Media that is trying to uh, kind of counter... The propaganda that's out there about so-called
1: global climate change. Well, not just counter; it's exposing the propaganda and the methods of how they, how the the UN and all, of it, because that's what's really behind the whole climate uh, climate change phenomenon. It's behind mm-hmm. the UN is behind it because it's just another way to control people, right? By having, if you have a glo- you have a global court, you're gonna have a global tax. Uh, you know, one, yeah, and and so. Um, i'll just continue here well, the more uh,
0: fear the more power the government can can
1: have oh absolutely and and what better fear-mongering tool to use than to say the world's gonna flood the world's gonna end it's gonna be like water world um so here uh, as mit professor Emeritus of atmospheric meteorology richard Lindzen said they reach a consensus before the research even began the consensus quote proved the hypothesis was correct regardless of the evidence. To yeah, re- that's
0: not how you prove something. <laughs> like
1: you don't prove
0: something in science by pointing to all the people who agree with you. That's not that's not actual proof.
1: To uh, reinforce the point, the the UK government hired Lord Lord Nicholas Stern, a British economist, to produce an economic review of the impact of warming. Instead of doing a normal cost benefit analysis, as any non political economist would do, he produced what became known as the 2006 Stern Review, which only examined the cost. Hmm. So, in this case, it doesn't, uh, they, this is just where they say the cost of climate change is this. So that's if you if you've ever heard from that, heard that said before, I imagine this is where it comes from. If Stern and the IPCC did a proper study, they would find that the impact of cooling is much more. Oh, uh, geez, never saw this word before. deleterious deleterious, deleterious to all, all life on Earth, Like destructive, you, basically dist- deleting especially humans anthropologists tell us two great advances in human evolution gave us more control of a cold fire and clothing both created microclimates that allowed us to live in regions normally inaccessible Mm. consider the city of winnipeg with three technological umbilical cords is that ontario where is it winnipeg winnipeg is in I i believe it's in manitoba oh okay uh, with three technological umbilical cords the electricity from the north the gas from the west and the water pipeline from the east three grenades set off at 2 a.m exactly on january morning with temperatures of minus 30 degrees celsius would render the city frozen solid within hours oh my. between 1940 and 1980 global temperatures went down the consensus by 1970 was that the global cooling really? was already underway and this was continue. the ice age fear right Lowell Ponte's 1976 book, The Cooling, typified the alarmism. Quote, It is, it is cold fact. The global, <laughs> co- the global cooling presents humankind with the most important social, political, and adaptive challenge we have had to deal with for 10,000 years. Your stake in the decisions we make concerning it is of ultimate importance. We survival of ourselves, our children, our species change the seventh word to warming and it's the same threat today the big difference is that cooling is a much greater threat to support the claim the CIA produced at least two reports examining the social and political unrest aggravated mainly by crop failure due to cooling conditions the World Meteorological Organization also did several studies on the historical impact of cooling on selected agricultural regions and projected further global cooling and I'll add to this I remember back when I was in high school they had a uh, teacher had a presentation in one of the social studies classes Saying that the rise of ISIS was because of global warming, right? Because like hi- because of higher temperature aside from the environmental impact, higher temperatures make people angrier. <laughs> and there's just that's uh, ridiculous and there's just one yep but really uh, well, that actually happened well, but yeah yeah in my back in high school and oh that's why the, that's why the biggest amount of garbage is put a uh, propaganda is yeah, put right. through a school ISIS has because,
0: nothing to do with the fact the u.s government went over into the middle east and bombed the crap out of a bunch of innocent people creating terrorism no that's not it it's just because it got warm that's it, why these people are mad now because it wasn't hot in the desert before that
1: Nope. Uh, The sad part about all of this is that there was a strategy that governments could and should have adopted. It's called game theory and allows you to make the best decision in uncertain circumstances. It requires accurate information and the exclusion of a biased political agenda. Good luck with that. (laughs) I mean, look, whether it's the Republicans or the Democrats, they all have
0: a bias and they all have a political agenda, which is why the government isn't the solution here. If there's a problem. And I don't know if there is. I don't believe that there is. But if there is a problem with, you know, the environment, the government is the last group you want to turn to to try to solve that problem. Because the government always makes matters worse. Whatever it is that they try to do, it nearly every single time it creates unintended consequences. Many of which of those unintended consequences are actually the opposite of their original purported uh, intentions for whatever program. Whether we're talking about something like the war on drugs, where you end up with uh, more dangerous, harder drugs out there, uh, or the war on poverty, which of course has done nothing but increase poverty. You know, a war on global warming would probably be absolutely devastating.
1: Oh, it's like uh, it's like this movie, and I I don't know if I believe in predicted programming or not. It's a movie called Snowpiercer. Where, in effort to combat global warming, the the governments of the world release a bunch of chemtrails in the atmosphere to mm. decrease cooling, and it and it work or to increase cooling or decrease, and it works too well, causing an ice age. So, and I mean, if you don't, you know, I mean, obviously, there's things like HARP and DARPA, and there's all sorts of you know, there's all sorts of crazy stuff the government could do to change the. Uh, ch- you know, to try and change the the atmosphere and try and change the climate. Well, but, harp's a c- crazy kook conspiracy. Well, theory. but I mean, do you think? I mean, the, well, I, I say harp. I haven't looked into. It, I'm just saying that like it, it's a weather thing, right? So that's
0: the claim. That's the
1: claim. So that's even the though it might not crazy be harp might, harp, might be. It's a, like a diversion. But the government definitely. I mean, you know, if the government's able to create like hydrogen bombs, the definitely the government's mm-hmm. definitely looked into how to change the climate. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, well, they've tried uh, cloud seeding and things like that. Oh, absolutely. And, you know. and and some places like. There's, there's actual official things talking about releasing chemicals into the atmosphere, which is a great idea. I'm being sarcastic. I yeah, know. Uh,
0: but that doesn't it, really happen. I mean, there have been a few real-life examples of them well, ta- releasing I mean, for, things. We're talking
1: about it. And I and I, I mean, yeah. do you really think it's implausible to say that if there's such a hysteria for global warming that people will demand the government They'll
0: try. It? Yeah, they'll try some crazy it, crap. It's like, you know, sure.
1: problem, reaction, solution, Hegelian dialect. Now, uh, did you ever see The Matrix? Yes.
0: Okay. All right, because in that movie, they scorched the skies, right? And it didn't work. No, well, it, it, it
1: caused the it, it made unintended it get worse. consequences. It made it right? worse. Yeah. The uh, So the accurate first accurate information is that cold is a greater threat and more difficult adapt- adaptation than to warming. After all, if you prepare for warming, as most governments are now doing, and it cools, the problems are made ten times worse. However, if you prepare for cold and it warms, the adjustment is much easier. The current cold weather across mm-hmm. much of the world should prompt us to re-examine climate realities, not the false, deceptive, and biased views created and promoted by deep state bureaucrats who have a respected governments. Is that the story? Yeah, okay, hold on. Promoted by deep state bureaucrats who have a respected <laughs> governments. <laughs> Tell
0: free number tonight, 855 450, free, like freedom. That's 855 450 3733. This week, Vincent, can we talk about what you did? You did a big kind of thing at uh, college. Can we talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Because I've got a related story. I've got a story about the media, uh, specifically print media. Moving oh, into, I could talk a lot about yeah, that. Moving into the world of digital, uh, the toll-free number is 855-450-FREE and how it's not really working too well for the magazine business. There's more coming up here. This is Free Talk Live. Bring what you want. This is Free Talk Live, and you can dial toll-free to bring up whatever's on your mind. Our number is 855-450, free like freedom. That's 855-450-3733. Also, we have the Discord on-air call-in line rooms over at discord.lrn.fm. With you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. It's Vincent. Will. Chris Cantwell be banned from the LRN.fm Discord tonight. Uh yeah, he's joined apparently as Outlaw Conservative. We do have a rule on the Discord that you're not allowed to be racist. Uh and well, I guess we're not banning racists anymore. We're putting them in the toxic room. So for those of you who haven't gone to check out the Discord, go to discord.lrn.fm. Uh, we have it there 24-7. You can interact with other Free Talk Live listeners. It's free. It's one of the cool services uh, that we have. And the, the rules, I've, I've, I've loosened up a little bit recently because it used to be if people came in there and started posting racist stuff in the On Air Now room or in any of the other rooms, they would just get straight up banned. Uh, because you don't want to have somebody having a negative experience like that when they come into a server you know, because when you join the LRN Discord, it drops you into the on-air now room, and if there's just a bunch of people spamming racist crap in there, uh, that's kind of an undesirable experience for, for most people. So it used to just be a straight-up ban. Now I've loosened up a little bit. I'm letting them stay, but only as toxic users, which re- which restricts them to the toxic user zone. So they can still post their garbage. It's just they can only post it in the toxic user zone. So will will Chris Cantwell make it through the night without actually being labeled a uh, toxic user? On oh, he says the outlaw conservative character is not a racist. All right, good. So if he stays in uh,
1: stays in character <laughs> in his new character,
0: be- then he should be then he should be good to go. He should be safe there in the uh, the on air now room. So you never know who's going to show up in the Free Talk Live Discord over at discord.lrn.fm it's one of the uh, the free services that we provide to you so please enjoy that uh, coming up i'm going to get into the the print business and how they you know on free talk live we're in old media right like even though we're on twitch at twitch.lrn.fm even though we've had a podcast since podcasts were created in 2005 before that we had archives before there was a podcast to deliver those so we're you know we're we're kind of we've got two feet in uh, in both worlds, right? Like we've got one foot in the world of old media on the radio. We got one foot in the world of uh, the new media on the internet, and we've managed to do all right uh, doing that. Some of these other old media giants are having a real tough time, specifically the print industry. And we've been following this on Free Talk Live over the last decade plus, following the the kind of the d- decline of newspapers. Uh, the decline of magazines and watching as they struggle to try to embrace new technology in order to stay relevant in an area an era in which their level of competition is unprecedented. It used to be that if you were the local newspaper in town, that I mean there might have been a TV station or a few radio stations, but there was no most of the time there wasn't another daily newspaper to compete with you, except in the biggest of cities. Um, And now there's competition from all over because of blogs and because of all of the uh, various different international news websites that are available to people, most of which are providing free content. What's it done to the magazine business? Well, it has uh, decimated, the, or is beginning to decimate the magazine business as well. It's it's appropriate. I've been holding on to this story for a while, Vincent. Um, and now that you're here, you've had a little bit of experience in the world of print. You uh, were the news editor until just this week uh, yes. of the local college newspaper. So we're going to get into that coming up here. But first, let's go to the phones and to Sarah in New Mexico. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Sarah. Yes. I just want to
3: say that, you know... Uh, like, you know, calling the radio show Free Talk Live and the local show is is work because because of that you know I have accomplished a lot of great things by calling in the radio show.
0: Yeah, what have you accomplished?
3: Not, well, I, I want to tell you, I have, actually I have accomplished a lot of things.
0: Okay, so, give me the top know, three. So
3: one, well, the I, I accomplished more than three I don't know but well I don't we don't have thing. the
0: whole you know we don't have all night to go through your laundry list so just give us a couple of them okay well,
3: I put in a new hawk light and you a know what? I have talked about the hawk the pedestrian crossing signals. remember that you, you the think that was
0: wait 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 how how is it that you believe that that was your doing
3: Well The thing about it is that I talked about that hawk light at least thirty times on this show. On this show, and then I also, and then I also talked about it. Do you call? um, Hold on, hold on. on Do
0: you? Yeah, so you do call local talk radio as well.
3: Also, yeah, Saturdays and Sundays, local local station Okay, so you you
0: believe that by promoting the the pedestrian crosswalk lights, these hawk lights as you call them, uh, that because you were promoting it on the radio is what made it happen.
3: No, so it helped. It just helped push it because the radio is very powerful means to reach people. You know that. I mean, because sure they advertise on your show. I mean, I mean, they pay. A, how much do they pay you? They pay you a lot of money. No, to advertise. <laughs> I, I
0: That's the myth that. about radio that. is that it's actually a good paying uh, career. It's it's not actually. It's pretty hard to make money at radio. You've got to be in it for at least a decade or a decade and a half before you can actually start making a decent living. But it's not in any by any means, you know, big money. You've got to be like Rush Limbaugh levels to really be able to, you know, make millions or whatever off of radio. Um, but is it? I mean, look, I may be on the radio, Sarah, and I may agree with you that it is a uh, it's a good medium for communication. But at the same time, I don't believe that I'm going to change anything significant. I, I mean, wouldn't you say that you've got some hubris here?
3: You know, I, I was talking about the advertisers. I was not talking about you. I know that you have ideas. Of your what is it, freedom and and the, Yeah, I
0: mean, the, we've been talking that. about freedom for uh, years on Free Talk Live, and it hasn't done a damn thing to change, you know, anything. As far as yeah, we've changed a few people's minds. Yeah, some people have moved to New Hampshire, and we're starting to see some changes happening here. But that's not because free talk live is on the radio i mean probably the the movement well i mean arguably we did have an impact on the free state project signer numbers so we did have some kind of impact on that uh, but as far as like influ- influencing politics no we don't well, really thought, have any effect on thing that. that
3: i accomplished is that i've been trying to ban the bo- bovine, growth hormones. bovine growth hormones here in albuquerque and uh and I wind up, um, I was on the local TV shows and the council meeting and also the calling and the radio show, and we finally banned it, and it, it was supplying our school. So that was accomplished. No, by... wait a minute.
0: When you say you, you've banned bovine growth hormone, does that mean that farmers with property in Albuquerque cannot use bovine growth hormone? Or does that mean that the schools in Albuquerque cannot buy products that were furnished by companies that use bovine growth hormone?
3: Okay, so the our our the the supplier for our school milk was Dairy Queen. Uh-huh. Uh, dairy think, Queen, I, Dairy Queen, yeah, and they're actually from Dallas, Texas. So the 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 farm is in in Dallas, Texas. <laughs> Does
1: Dairy Queen have and, a milk uh, a school milk division? This is why obesity, a yeah. childhood obesity but crisis. Dairy Queen's giving ra- school lunches.
3: I got the name wrong. It's a local dairy of. Um, I don't know what it's called. I'm getting too so they were today. using bovine
0: growth hormone, and they're now not allowed to deal with the schools, is what you're saying. Well,
3: they stopped using it altogether. It's uh, a very pure. So you're going to save the earth,
0: Sarah. Like Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate it. Uh, the toll free number tonight is 855 450 free. That's eight five five four five zero three seven three three. 3733. I do appreciate the. Uh, the thoughts that you know, radio is more powerful than it actually is, but it's not that powerful. More- you want to know the 37 items you must have to survive a
1: crisis? Then I've got some good news for you. Former CIA officer and New York Times best-selling author Jason Hansen is now giving listeners a free copy of his book, The Escape Bag
0: Blueprint, 37 Items You Must Have to Survive a Crisis. You can claim your copy at freeescapebook.com. Don't delay. Jason reveals the guns, knives, flashlights, and water filters that could save your life in an economic collapse or grid-down event. Get your Free book today. Freeescapebook freeescapebook.com. Free it's free talk live. dial toll-free, join us here if you want to take control of the airwaves. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. Look, I wanted to clarify something I said to Sarah just a few moments ago. She was talking about how she has accomplished so much by simply calling talk radio. Because radio is a powerful medium. And I kind of downplayed uh, the, the power of radio. I want to clarify. So, like, radio, you can reach people, okay? There's no doubt about it. There's a lot of people in America and around the world who listen to the radio. Even today, where there's, you know, all kinds of alternatives, there's podcasts, there's Live streams, you know, you can pop a CD and people still have those, or, you know, listen to MP3s or uh, the streaming audio services. There's so many different other options, but there's still a lot of people, like I think it's over 90% of Americans every single week will, you know, will, will listen to some amount of radio. So there's still a, a good amount of market penetration. There's no doubt you can use radio to get a message through to people. So it's effective at reach, okay? Radio is effective also at. Frequency meaning that you can hit somebody multiple times. <laughs> I'm sorry. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Uh I'm I'm laughing because for those of you who aren't watching the, the Twitch feed at twitch.lrn.fm, Min- Vincent is mimicking all of my hand motions. <laughs> anyway, uh so you can reach people with radio, there's no doubt about it. Uh, But that doesn't mean you're going to be able to change their minds. You might be able to reach them and inform them of some sort of new thing that's out there, a new product or new service. And if that person needs that thing or maybe they didn't know they needed that thing or they didn't know they wanted that thing and it makes them aware of it, it can increase sales for sure. It can increase awareness of a certain thing. There's no doubt about that. Um, But is it going to change the political outcomes of a country no. And anybody who's a talk show host who is who is that hubristic, that much full of themselves to believe that them getting behind the golden microphone with one arm tied behind their back is going to somehow change the country's viewpoint? Well listen, just look at the
1: reality. Listen, folks, we this broadcast has started the second American Revolution. This broadcast got Trump elected. <laughs> Hubris, yeah, hu- hubris that's is the what kind of
0: calling. yeah, that's the kind of hubris. Well, I mean, even take
1: um, uh, since you mentioned golden microphone, Rush Limbaugh for you know the, what was supposed to be the red wave or blue tsunami in the past midterms. Rush Limbaugh actually did a, uh, I, I believe he he was scheduled to at least he did a rally with Trump, and I okay. don't know if he, I, I don't know if was he, this after he was elected. After Trump was elected, yeah, yeah, this okay. was last uh, last year's midterms. Yeah, and I don't know, which I don't know if that specific district was won, but it was, you know, it, it changed nothing, right? Well, right. If, showing
0: up. right? So uh, Jones, Alex Jones, who you're imitating a moment ago, uh, takes credit for electing Trump. Does he also take credit for electing Obama because he was on the air during that? I mean, did he also take credit for electing Bush? Because he wasn't a fan of either Bush or Obama back then. He was anti-establishment.
1: Well, I'd say you know, Jones. It would be fair to say that Jones. I wouldn't say won Trumpy election, but like he was very instrumental in getting what used to be the, a very hostile demographic towards the both parties, and mm-hmm. in getting them and people who allegedly care about freedom getting them riled up to vote for. For just, you know, a number, you know, uh, someone else who's been funded by billionaires, also Sheldon Adelson in Trump's case.
0: But he failed to, you know, get the Republicans in in 2018. Right. Like if so, it's just ridiculous. The idea that you're going to have some sort of sweeping sea change because somebody gets behind your microphone and broadcasts So, again, it's sort of a two sided thing. You're not going to change the world necessarily, but yeah, you can reach people with a message. The question is, are people res- uh, willing to receive that message? Are they interested in, in the message? Are they in the right place in their life to hear that message and have it actually have a meaning to them?
1: And take the mainstream media, the destroy Trump media, fake news, whatever you want to call it. 91% of media coverage of Trump during the election, probably more so now, was negative. Sure. And there's still half a country supporting And they didn't him. stop him.
0: For all the the s talk that they did towards Trump, they didn't actually seem to hurt just him at all.
1: Every night, every day, constant editorials, right. all like the, all of prime time, just talking about it, and he still got elected. Right? So you can't blame somebody who has
0: a media at their fingertips, whether it be newspaper or whether it be television or radio, for trying to use that medium. I mean, that's what we're doing here, right? Like we are attempting our best to influence people. We're We're propagandists, okay,
1: just as anybody else is. speak for yourself, man. You are absolutely a propagandist. No, I'm not a propagandist. I tell the truth, man. (laughs) You can propagandize the truth. Well, no, I mean, I I don't propagandize anything. I see it how it is. I say it how it is. If I'm wrong, you know, I'll uh, correct myself.
0: Well propaganda is basically just promoting information now
1: well there's different types there's white propaganda black propaganda gray propaganda there's all all sorts of like mind war stuff Uh,
0: information ideas or rumors deliberately spread widely to help or harm a person group movement institution nation etc you can have propaganda that's false and you can have propaganda that's true Either way, if you have a goal of, you know, achieving something by getting that information well, my out goal there, it's least,
1: propaganda. Well, for, like, Questioning Authority, the show on Saturdays, 10, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern at LRN.FM, uh, it's That's your show, yeah. my, my new, goal. New website, right? You oh, yes, ShireFreeMedia.com. Yes, thank you, Ian. There you go. uh, my goal is to, one, get, do an entertaining show, have people enjoy it, and, you yep. know, just to— let get people to know about what's going on with a police right. state. Let people know how they're being poisoned by the chemicals in the food and water and medicine and, and, and environment. Let them know how and, evil and, and, and corrupt and, 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 and how <laughs> evil and corrupt the government is so that's that's right. my point. I don't want to say, oh, yeah, I want all these people to know all this information so then they could vote Trump or so no. then they could buy my stuff at my store. No, it's just I want this information to be get out there because the best you know it might not always be the best selling point, but you know the best content you could put out there is the truth.
0: I tend to agree with you there. The toll-free number, if you want to join us on the radio, you can do that. Our number is 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. Now, uh, let's get into this story here that I've actually been holding on to for, I don't know, most of a month. Um, it's about magazines, specifically new ways of distributing these old publications, that many of which have gone out of business in the last decade or so. Um, I've got to forget which new, what was it? Newsweek? It wasn't time. I forget which one it was. One of those newsy magazines completely went out of business, uh, or they went, uh, digital only one or the other. And I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not remembering which one it was, but, uh, here's a story from Bloomberg. Cause again, the ones that remain are trying to stay relevant. They're trying not to hemorrhage, uh, subscribers.
1: They're trying to move over into, the new world rebrand. i uh, just just pulled up newsweek since you asked uh, mm-hmm. i can't read anything about it collapsing but uh, it's you know for a lot of these places for losing profitability yeah. and in order to prolong the inevitable for merging for rebranding for doing all sorts some of, of them are going
0: internet only i feel like it was newsweek maybe they went internet only but which um, ain't
1: gonna save them because buzzfeed is internet early and they're as i said you know they're circling the drain yeah i heard they
0: fired a bunch of people
3: right
1: yeah, yeah, I was going to get to you know cover it on the last show, but it didn't, didn't get a chance. So you know, even just going on the internet won't save you, just because. And as I say, a lot of this is fake news. A lot of it's just propaganda, or clickbait. And even though that might seem like it gets you a lot of views, it's it's like using like cocaine. You feel really great, mm. right? They get a lot of views at once, but then you, it's unsustainable because people are going to get tired of it. It's it's not very good, yeah. and, and it's, it's, it's hard
0: to sustain. The old media staffing levels too, because you know if you're doing digital advertising, people expect more results because you can see how many people click through. For instance, you didn't get that with the old magazines with the page,
1: you know, advertisements on the pages.
0: You had no idea really generally what the response rates were like. Um, on those kinds of ads, well,
1: and with technology, it makes things easier for one. At least in my experience, one person to do many things. Like one right. week, I was able to do three different stories in just one week, getting all like nine interviews. Uh, nine. You know, yeah, just just three separate stories. And, this was as the
0: news editor of the local college paper. Yeah, yeah, which town. is
1: which is above and beyond. I, you know, but uh, I was which know, I isn't was a real
0: it. newspaper, right? Because it it's subsidized. Newspaper. I mean, it's real, as in it's it. Is physical. It's a real thing that gets printed, but it's not in the marketplace. No, okay, no. it doesn't exist um, it's like by it, advertising.
1: It, it's it's like a, I mean, it is treated as a class, and right. it's a way to teach. It's like a teaching moment. That's for all people, it is. Yeah. But it works as a real newsroom does work.
0: Sure, sure, for a teaching purposes, but it's not funded in the way a newsroom no. is funded. No. Right, they don't have to sell ads. If there's no ad in any issue this year, it won't be the end. Of ads the paper. are
1: important for the budget, but they don't have
0: to. Right. There's more on the way here in moments. We'll talk about what magazines are desperately trying to stay relevant. We'll explain coming up. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll free, take control of the airwaves, and bring up whatever you want to discuss. Our number here is 855 450 Free. That's 855-450-3733. Free Talk Live brought to you by Smart Cash. It's a peer-to-peer digital currency. It's fast, secure, and easy to use. And Smart Cash is building a foundation that can support daily transactions for people everywhere. Now it's one of the newer cryptocurrencies on the scene. So, you know, like a lot of cryptos, it's effective at being a cryptocurrency. It, like it said, it's fast, it's secure, and all that. But what is it that Smart Cash does that's unique? Well, they've got their Smart Hive governance model, which allows anyone who has Smart to participate. And Smart, by the way, you know what? I get a I got to get a price update on this stuff because it's been a while. I've been I've been saying that uh, it's been less than two cents, and I'm pretty sure it is still less than uh, two cents a piece. But honestly, it's been a couple weeks since I've checked the price, so I'm just going to do that here. It's uh, on CoinMarketCap.com. And it's actually well below two cents. It's now getting down towards one cent. Uh, So it's just above one cent per smart, which means that to get a thousand smart, it's going to cost you just over 10 bucks at this point. Now, as I said, if you got one smart, you got one vote, which means if you have a thousand smart, you have a thousand votes. You can participate in their governance system by just having a little bit of smart. Uh, And it's not hard to get a lot of smart if that's what you want to do. Go to smartcash.cc and you can learn more about it there. Plus, you'll learn about smart rewards for those of you who are holding a thousand smart, which, as I said, right now is going to cost you just over 10 bucks. If you got a thousand smart and you hold on to it and you don't spend out of that wallet, meaning you just use it as a savings wallet and you hold on to that thousand smart for at least a month's time, it's going to be the right time frame, though, because I started it like. The very end of November, but I just missed the the smart cash, uh, smart rewards payout. So I had to hold it for more than a month. But either way, if you hold it for the right month uh, period of time and you don't make outgoing transactions and you control the keys, you will get smart rewards monthly. So as long as you don't spend from the wallet and you just keep holding, you'll keep getting the smart rewards added in. You can add into the wallet. You just can't spend out of it. If you want the smart rewards, if you spend out of it in that month's time, you don't get smart rewards for that month period, but then you could get it for the next month if you kept holding from that point. So go to smartcash.cc. You can learn more about it. It's a pretty cool crypto, and I like it. I have some, and I I bought some, by the way, before they became a sponsor. Just want to clarify that. Smartcash.cc. All right, so we continue here the story about magazines, and Vincent, you are former uh news editor at the local college newspaper here in town at Keene state college the equinox is what it's called and you've been working at the equinox for all three years that you've been in college so far. no is no
1: it? no i was writing regularly the spring semester of 2018 and then okay. i became the news editor for one semester of which was last semester last
0: semester okay so almost a year yes almost a year um and you decided this week you'd had enough
1: yeah, it it uh, there's many reasons why I decided to leave, but the the reason numero uno was uh, it wasn't what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. It's you know I mean like I, when I've, you get out of college, yeah, like yeah, no, that. I'm not getting into print out of college. This I I, I agreed to doing the I, I agreed to a leadership role to or at least trying out for a leadership role because I want it was something good on the resume sure. and it would give me some print experience. I got a lot of great front pages that I produced, and yeah, designed yeah. and made, and so I mean I how many pay you know I have like like two dozen or you know a dozen or so papers you know how many more do i need right it doesn't matter i have the experience i know right. what to do if i wanted to go and get a job at like a newspaper like keen sentinel or valley news i feel like you know even just at a starting position i have enough for it and you know radio but that's the problem getting a job in print i mean yeah, good I mean- luck it's not to
0: say they don't exist but they basically don't exist i mean it is hard as hell it's hard in radio too i mean these are industries that are old media they've been consolidated and it's
1: harder and harder to get work in these businesses. But what, my one saving grace, or or at least the one thing that gives me hope, is that since not too many people my you know my age, when I talk to people in my department what they want to do, they say, "Oh, I want to work for National Geographic. I hmm. want to work for CNN, New York Times, or something." No, no one. I, I've never heard anyone say they want to work for the local station if they want to do you know work for the local newspaper. So I figure yeah. if I go and I apply for a job, uh, that's like play... the sports. I'm sorry to interrupt. That's like you know the people who play sports who want to get into the pro leagues
0: like sorry odds are you're never going to make it to the new york giants oh, i'm glad you brought that up a lot of them are
1: sports too a lot of the people in the department are there for sports journalism too which yeah. which for me is it's a whole other it's like I'm like i'm on venus they're on mars so yeah. it's a whole different thing so that's a market i don't have to worry about i figure if let's say you know i, you know, I want to live up in up north in like coos county if i go up somewhere in coos county and there's like a newspaper radio station i'll say look you know i want to i want to work here i plan on settling here if they have a young person with a the you know, but I have, you know, I'm not bragging, but uh, come up there saying that I want a full-time position. I imagine it would be some... Uh, it would, I it would go in my, it, I would have at least something in my favor. If right? there was
0: a position available, you yeah. would be qualified for it. But that's the big if is if there's a position available. If somebody leaves, they might just decide to not have that position anymore and try to
1: consolidate the the staff and say, oh well, here are existing writers. You're just going to have extra work to do now. Well, there'll always be slots, right? There's always going to be slots. They're always going to need on air talent, or there's always going to be need to have someone. There's uh, plenty of radio
0: something. stations that are local. I'm putting quotes around that, that don't have any local co- talent whatsoever. They have a program director who does every single task, he does all the production work. He does the programming of the station, but he's not even on the air. It's just wall-to-wall syndicated programming. Now, I don't think that's a successful way to run a radio station. I think those stations generally will go under, because I think you have to have some local content in order to have people care about what it is that you're offering. But that's another story. I
1: mean, I'm not trying to imply that it's going to be easy or it's going to yeah. be a cakewalk. I'm just saying that there, I, I do have some hope, no which no is for anyone who's listened to my show, you know, that's something I don't say too often that I hope for anything. It's
0: nice to hear that. So, here's a story from <laughs> Bloomberg. When Apple Incorporated introduced the iPad eight years ago, media executives rejoiced. At the time, the head of a German publisher, Axel Springer, said about the tablet in 2010, quote, sit down once a day and pray to thank Steve Jobs that he is saving the publishing industry. But the idea of paging through a magazine on an iPad never really caught on. Newspapers and magazines have continued to struggle. Subscriptions have dwindled for many publications, and ad revenue has shifted to the likes of Google and Facebook. Against that backdrop, Apple's back with another idea that it says will help rescue the industry. And it's getting a much cooler reception. The tech giant is preparing to relaunch Texture, an app that it agreed to buy in March that offers unlimited access to about 200 magazines. The company plans to make it a premium product within Apple News, which curates articles and comes pre-installed on iPhones, according to people familiar with the matter. A new version could be unveiled as soon as this coming spring, said the people who asked not to be identified because those plans aren't public. Apple's trying to woo newspapers like the Wall Street Journal and New York Times to join Texture and plans to refine its design, which currently creates an image of what magazines look like in print said the people. The new approach is expected to look more like typical online news articles. Apple, based in California, declined to comment. I want to get into more of this story, but um, did the Equinox, the paper that you worked for, did it have a PDF version online as well?
1: I, I heard people talk about it. I've never actually look i've never actually looked for it i think they mm-hmm. might
0: i think that they do too because i feel like i have actually looked for it in the past but i think it's interesting that you worked for the paper and that you have no idea well we
1: we had someone in charge of online stuff so that was We're not that was your depar- literally department. not yeah. your department
0: some changes have already been revealed. Over the summer, Apple switched to a single price for the service, instead of its former two-tier plan that charged $5 more for weeklies, like the New Yorker. The Texture robot will test whether the all-you-can-eat subscription model popularized by Netflix and Spotify can work for news. While startups such as Magster and Zinio already sell unlimited access to magazines for just under 10 bucks a month, Apple is working on a higher profile endeavor. After all, it'll be promoted on some of the world's most valuable real estate, the screens of more than 1.3 billion devices. Now, I want to add in here that there was a time in the past on Free Talk Live that we actually had one of these sort of all-you-can-eat magazine subscription digital service things on as an advertiser of ours. And you know what? I don't even remember what they were called. (laughs) I have no idea what the name of that service was called. And, you know, I, I tested it out and it just didn't do it. I mean, like, if you're really into magazines, maybe it would be cool to be able to have a magazine in front of you without actually having the magazine in front of you. You're looking at like a digital version of the magazine. I mean, you as a news guy, as a as a print news guy previously until this week. I mean, how does that strike you? Does that idea strike you? Well, that people would. Uh, vi- vi- would you be interested in getting your news that way? In, in essentially a faux newspaper paper format, where you're looking at a digital representation of the paper, a PDF basically of it.
1: I mean, I I, I never really consume newspapers. I would always just go on like say whatever news website mm-hmm. and see what's what the headlines. are. You'd look are. at the articles. Yeah, yeah. You, could, so, you
0: pull up an article on the news. I, web. This would yeah. be the actual page layout that you guys would create for the paper in digital form. Digital.
1: Well, I don't know. I I can't really say.
0: There's more coming up here in moments. You can share your thoughts. We'll tell you about what the Apple has planned. You can bring up anything on Free Talk Live.
2: From there, I went on join the Free State Project and become an amplifier. So, I mean, that's really the reason why I amp is uh, because I know that if it wasn't for you guys being on as many stations as you are, I never would have found the ideas of Liberty.
0: Your amp will directly change more lives by getting Free Talk Live in front of people looking for talk radio online and on the air. You can help by joining the AMP program for just $5 a month at amp.freetalklive.com and getting perks. That's amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching into the third hour of the program. You can dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves here. The number is 855-450-FREE. We're talking about old media. Specifically, in this uh, this particular instance, the magazine business... Um, and uh, it's Ian here with you. And Vincent. Vincent, a former news editor for a local newspaper here, the uh, the Keene Equinox, which is the college uh, newspaper here in town. Having just resigned from the Post this week, I thought it would be appropriate to bring up this particular story. And since you've been in the world of print, um, certainly more so than I have. And just looking at this, uh, where Apple has an app that they apparently purchased called Texture. And this is one of those unlimited magazine apps where you can pay a monthly fee. You know, it's usually like 10 bucks or something like that. And then you get access to a couple hundred different magazines, most of which you probably have no interest in, but there's likely a handful of them that you might find interesting. And I know this for to some extent because we had an advertiser, and I don't remember the name of it, uh, but this was years ago where they had one of these apps, and it was the same concept where you pay a monthly fee of like 10 bucks or so, and then you get access to the magazines.
1: You know, I I don't think like you asked me last segment. I needed some time to think about it. Whether or not it'd be uh it'd be successful and or, or whether or not I would read it. And I was doing some thinking, and just from what I know of the demographic that I wrote for, like you know, caught people my age. I don't I don't think it's going to be successful because like the only reason I could think of anyone reading a magazine, you know, of my age, just from the people I've been around reading a magazine is to to you know like window shop or look at what they could buy. But people mm-hmm. already do that by going on to Amazon.com, going to JCPenney.com com right. or whatever, and uh, I I just like, just just to get with, just to give an example with the uh, with the smoking the uh, smoking ordinance here in Keene. That's an issue, you know. Right, yeah, they raise the age to uh, purchase and possess tobacco from eighteen to twenty-one. That's right. And so that that the number one demographic that affects. Is college, you know, it's college students in a college town of Keene, and so I remember I, I covered the story myself. I, I followed the mm-hmm. story until um until it uh, the ordinance was passed, and and I ran. I, I say I ran because you know I, I designed the the, um, the, the layout for front page. I ran a front page story, bigler twenty one and up to smoke, hoping that yep. people could you know not not to influence it one way or the other, but hopefully you know hoping that people would know that it's an issue, right? Because not everyone goes onto the town uh, you know the town website and checks out the minutes. And you know you were very, and so you could attest. Not a single, the only there was only one college student who ever went to any of those hearings. That was me to report and cover on it. So yeah, I think you're and, right about that. And then after once the ordinance passed, I had people messaging me saying, "Hey, mm. did you hear about this?" Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's just so it was very disheartening. And so I think if people can't even, you know, people can't even read the front page, newspaper. Well, right. They didn't newspaper read your stories. First. No, and if they just, did,
0: they didn't care enough to do
1: anything about exactly it. exactly. Yeah, right? pertaining to them that affects them that illegalize that criminalizes their, you know, the, the number one vice on. Well, the number one a big legal, vice. legal yeah. vice on campus, and so I don't have too much hope for the future for it. I mean, I don't even think people are reading the news anymore. Like like yeah, news like true. online. They'll read a headline. News article. They'll read a headline, yeah. and then they the base news. their whole opinion yeah. on that.
0: Yeah, it's definitely not the news. Uh, some executives fear texture could end up doing more harm than good. However, their concern is Apple could steal their current subscribers. Who would save money by reading articles on Texture instead? Rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic. Right. At nine ninety nine a month, Texture would be cheaper than an unlimited digital subscription to the New York Times after introductory prices expire. So think about that. The New York Times, are you aware of how difficult it's been for the Times over the last... Year, not year, but the decade
1: plus. Uh, uh, Vaguely, I know. I, I think I remember hearing of. They had to rent out some of her office. That's right.
0: That's right. Yeah. So they've cut staff. They've been renting out their uh, building in
1: Manhattan. And oh, and the New York Times—that's a golden goose of all you know journalists. Supposedly, you know, it's like every, every all these professors I have—even when they acknowledge the New York Times is biased—and the New York Times sure. release an apology after Trump was elected for you know saying that rededicating themselves to actual reporting. Which, you know, <laughs> spoiler alert, they didn't. For right. saying, yeah, well, you know, I have professors. Yeah, well, you know, uh, the New York Times has always been a Democrat paper. So what? They do such great work, mm-hmm. and, and it's and so and now for me, and like I'm happy to see it go. I'm happy to see it fall. It's like the Roman Empire, just like rottening from the inside, right?
0: And part of what we've seen with the New York Times in the last decade, and again, we've been following it here on Free Talk Live when it's in the news, uh, you know, to some extent. Part of what we've seen is them struggling with this transition to new media. It's like, oh, well, they know they could charge people for their subscriptions. Should they charge? They decided yes. They've met, they've got a subscription uh, deal on their site. And it is what it is, and they've got a fair amount of subscribers. It's nowhere near what their print subscription rates were like you know, in the past. But yeah, you know, to, to their credit, they did get some people to sign up for it. But now you've got Apple coming to the New York Times saying, hey, we want you to be part of this new app that we are, we're going to sell to people. It's going to be cheaper than your subscription service online, but it's going to get you on 1.3 billion devices or... Potentially, right? Because not all of the 1.3 billion are going to subscribe. Maybe 1% of them will or something like that. But hey, it's going to get you in front of all these other people. So what do you do as the New York Times? Do you say, no, we're fine the way we are? Or yes, we want to undercut our own product by offering... A cheaper version for this other service. Now, maybe they could somehow make it lesser of quality in some way. I'm not sure how they would do it. But, um, you know, what do you do as the New York Times? Do you take the deal so you can get access to potential new viewers? Or do you say, no we're going to keep doing it the way we're doing it and we're not going to offer our services to anyone else
1: and what are the moral implications if they uh, if they do decide to partner up with apple you know a big tech uh, you know one of one of the big you know big tech companies very uh, very immoral companies some of the practices that they have in china and uh yeah, it's just it's like the, you know, it's like the cooperation, the symbiotic relationship between big tech and now, you know, the media and it's it's like it's just encroaching all of our lives because everyone has some sort of smartphone, you know, let's say half of people have like an Apple device or something, and then everyone's going to have a New York Times on their phone and who knows, maybe Apple will give the New York Times out for free just as long as they write stories that are good for Apple.
0: Well in this case they would be pack- packaged in at 9.99 a month but don't they're not going to get all that 9.99 what portion of that actually goes to the magazines if they've got 200 magazines on there do they pay the magazines based on who actually reads them and what amount of cents do they get out of that 9.99 cuz some of it's going to Apple obviously right mm-hmm. to support the program and the programmers well Apple has said it wants to support quality journalism one publishing executive <laughs> 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 likens the situation to children who love a toy so much they break it. Stephen Brill, a journalist and media entrepreneur, believes Apple could get newspapers on board by letting them incorporate their paywalls into the app. He said, quote, I'd be careful if I were a newspaper because I'd really want to have a feel for how much revenue I might be giving up. Magazine ad sales are expected to drop more than 10% in 2018, according to Magna. That is not a number any business wants to see. You do not want to see your business going down by 10% in a year because it's 10% on top of what it went down in 2017. In fact, they have a handy little chart uh, here in this article magazine advertising revenue. So we're looking at billions of dollars here. 2015, it was over 20 billion, maybe looks like maybe 23 billion. Then in 2016, down to 21 billion. And I'm just looking at the, a chart. There's actually not numbers on each column here. But 2017, below 20, so maybe at about $18 billion. 2018, expected to end up close to maybe $16 uh, billion. And it's projected to continue going down. I mean, this is unsustainable. They are going to have to keep cutting jobs. They're going to have to keep cutting their magazines back. As we've seen with some magazines, they're cutting back to not just, it was Playboy, I think it was, that went back to four times a year. They used to be monthly okay so that's a huge drop in the amount of i mean imagine the newspaper going from a
1: weekly which is what it was the one you worked at to like eh, once a month maybe uh, no it's not good you know <laughs> no, and i mean just think about the the people that are still recurrent current readership with the kind of content that they're putting out which is like you know now i don't want to be like a, a trump cheerleader but it's like a lot of the new york times is just anti-trump propaganda sure. it's not it's not even news it's like just straight up propaganda uh they might if they if that's actually working right if they're able to keep some part of our audience and not alien too much of it just imagine what else it might become um, you know, BuzzFeed tier quality articles by the end of the year. The toll-free number here if
0: you want to join us, 855-450-FREE. A little bit more about the state of the magazine business. Is Apple going to be able to save them at the bitter end? Probably not. But we can continue and you can weigh in here. What's your experience with magazines? Are you still a subscriber or have you given up on them? Uh, were you ever a subscriber? More on the way here. 855-450-FREE-LIGHT-FREEDOM. It's Free Talk Live. Hey, it's Free Talk Live. You dial in toll-free, bring up whatever you want. Our number here is 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. And Free Talk Live is brought to you by AnyPay.Global. If you are a retailer, you got a real-life business with a cash register, servicing customers, selling products, whatever it is you do. If you want to take cryptocurrency at your point of sale it's super easy anypay.global makes it about as easy as it could possibly be to accept bitcoin dash zcash zen and more go to anypay.global to get started and by get started all i mean all you have to do is create a username and a password and you're in you put in your cryptocurrency wallet addresses in the back end and then load the app on your device at the register that's it you're accepting cryptocurrency within moments after having gone to anypay.global and if you're a merchant it is free to accept these uh, cryptos you don't have to pay one, two, three percent like you do with the credit cards it's 0%
1: at anypay.global so for shirefreemedia.com if i wanted to take crypto donations i could use that with, i could use anypay for that
0: you can use anypay for online you can we don't we don't kind of pitch that aspect of it cuz it's not I mean, it's not their focus right now, but it is possible to do it that way. Um, you have to go to anypay.global Global to get started. Uh, there are other systems that uh, are like designed for online, but AnyPay is moving into that area. In fact, there's some. There's going to be some big news about that, hopefully soon. But I can't. I can't reveal anything more than that. Uh, Let's go to your calls and thoughts here. we got a little bit more on this Apple magazine situation. They've got an app that's going to be like an all-you-can-eat, kind of like the Netflix for magazines, basically, whereas people want to watch movies. I don't think a whole lot of people want to read magazines, and I don't think that making them available digitally is going to make the difference. I don't think it's going to be enough to keep these companies in business, as their ad revenue is dropping off year after year. But let's go to Lou, uh, Matthew in Louisiana. You're on Free Talk Live. Go ahead, Matthew.
4: Yeah, yeah we're talking about the, the newspaper yeah. and the news business in general. Um, part of the problem is that uh, we were just suspicious that they had a bias, and you know they were not exactly telling us the whole truth until the election of Donald Trump, and they just freaked out. I used to subscribe to the local dead tree paper a mm-hmm. competitor to the old guard called The Advocate. And I just eventually had to quit. Huh. It was just every headline was a screaming banner, Orange Man Bad. Mm-hmm. And I'm not the world's biggest Donald Trump fan, okay? But that's not news. Just repeat the same thing over and over again about what a terrible person you think Donald Trump is. I'm not learning anything that I didn't know. Okay, you don't like Donald Trump. I get it. And
0: So did you quit uh, being a subscriber during the 2016 campaign?
4: No, I did it pretty much uh, about the summer of last year when I came to the conclusion that, no, they're not planning on changing. They're not planning on actually starting to report the news. Hmm. They're just, you know... Constant editorializing about how we're all going to die. Now, wasn't this?
0: You mentioned the Advocate. Wasn't that the uh, competitor to the big newspaper in the area? Like they were kind of the underdog, uh, kind of the scrappy competitor.
4: Right. The Picayune was the uh, the other uh, paper, and it's pretty much the same thing. So, you know, if you you don't watch the uh, don't read the New York uh, Times. You can go ahead and watch Fox News, or you can go ahead and watch CNN, or uh, MSNBC, or ABC, CBS, and it's all the same thing. It's like the standards of journalism nowadays, where are they? There's no no longer even the pretense that we believe that there's two sides to every story.
0: Now, I'm sorry to interrupt you again here. Uh, Didn't the Times-Picayune cut back to, like, three prints per week?
4: I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Four. Yeah. Um, They still have a honking big, uh, a honking big uh, Sunday uh, section that's just packed full of ads. Mm -hmm. If I were to tell you that I missed anything, it would be the dead tree ads. I
3: missed you know going
4: to uh, seeing what Sports Authority, not Sports Authority, yeah, heaven forbid, but what um, Academy Sports is selling it. Especially the handgun section. See if they had anything new and exciting, or better yet, cheap.
0: Right. right. But for you, that uh, wasn't uh, enough of a reason to continue subscribing to the newspaper, was to continue receiving advertising. No,
4: and then <laughs> when we had the Parkland shooting, even the comics decided to jump right in and join the the march for losing our rights. Oh, I'm sorry, the march for our lives. I was like, all right, that's it. I'm out of here. Mm -hmm. And now I just noticed that this trend is spreading the cable news, the top of the hour news. And at some point, I really feel that they're just going to demand that the government force them to listen to us and to not have any alternatives. And they will come a day in Western democracy, if not here, then in the U.K., where there'll be such a thing as an authorized journalist, and a lot of my favorite YouTubers are just going to get
1: smashed. It'll be like a fairness doctrine on steroids, I God, think. That's where was it? In. There
0: was, um, I don't remember if it was in New Hampshire. I think it might have been somewhere in New Hampshire where there was like a failing newspaper. I think it was up where you're from, uh, Vincent, in the, the Upper Valley, if I recall correctly, but I could be misrecalling. There was a newspaper that was failing and the, like the state government came in to bail it out, and I don't remember what where it was. I feel like it was somewhere in New Hampshire, and it was just a crazy thing. It was like, well, we need the newspaper because that's where – because, you know, there's like these um, – there's like a section in the newspaper for public notices where if you – if a certain yeah. thing happens in the government, they have to put a public notice out, and it's usually like in the state statutes – that it has to be the newspaper of record in an area, and so the idea was this newspaper, whichever one it was, was going to go out of business, and the government was like, "Well, we can't let that newspaper go out of business. Where would we put our public notices?" So they literally bailed out this newspaper somehow. And I, I wish I could remember all the details on that. That was like that. Seems like it was a decade ago. Maybe it was like eight or nine years ago. But uh, just crazy stuff.
4: Story. I remember hearing it.
0: Yeah. And I don't know where it is, what's going on with it right now or, or what, you know, what happened as a result of that. But that's one of those things that's just not, it's not sustainable anymore.
4: Well, just imagine, though, if it's sustainable at gunpoint, just you know, you get 12 uh, well-armed FBI agents here to uh, bust you for being an unauthorized journalist.
0: Yeah, it's a scary concept. Matthew, thanks for sharing your uh, thoughts tonight. Yeah. I appreciate it. Uh, the toll-free number is eight fifty-five four fifty. Free ad sales down. They expect more than ten percent in twenty eighteen for magazines specifically. Uh, newspapers have also been struggling with with ad sales. The struggles have led to a wave of deals. Meredith Corporation acquired Time Inc. earlier this year. Only to then, this was in 2018. Uh, only to then put the company's highest profile magazines on the auction block. It agreed to sell Fortune magazine to Thai businessman. Uh, I can't pronounce that name for 150 million dollars. While Salesforce.com founder Mark Binoff bought Time magazine for 190 million. In recent months, Apple has met with media executives to address concerns that a new texture app could siphon off subscribers. What few of them remain? There's more coming up here in moments. You can share your thoughts with us. Our number is 855-450-FREE-LIKE-FREEDOM. 855-450-3733. It's Free Talk Live. LRN.FM now has a Discord. Discord is a free text and voice chat platform. And we now have our own server with a bunch of channels at discord.lrn.fm. You can join other listeners as they chat about various things during our live shows or anytime, day or night. Discord software is available cross-platform, so you can have it on whatever device you want and take your chats anywhere. Join our Discord at discord.lrn.fm. That's discord.lrn.fm. It's Free Talk Live. Dial toll-free. Bring up what you want. Our number is 855-450-FREE. 855-450-3733. Coming up, by the way, uh, if you are on our Twitch feed over at twitch.lrn.fm, stay tuned after the radio show ends in about a half an hour because we're going to be live on Twitch and Twitch only for freer talk live which is our less censored version of the show we don't have any of those pesky fcc censors getting in the way so with you tonight it's ian and vincent We'll be joined by matt on our after show so check that out over at twitch.lrn.fm if you're not yet following our twitch channel please take a moment to do that uh you do need to have a twitch account those are free it's actually amazon uh run they bought twitch a couple years ago Um, So you create your free account, then follow us on Twitch. You can have the Twitch app on your phone, or you can just get emails. You can get notifications uh, when we go live. So that's kind of a handy feature. Somebody actually thanked me for it the other day. Somebody who used to be a podcast listener, he's like, wow, thanks for being on Twitch, because now I get notices when you go live, and it reminds me that you guys are there. So please follow us on Twitch. If you are an Amazon Prime subscriber, you get one free Twitch subscription per month. That you can assign to whichever Twitch channel that you want. Now you have to keep assigning it month after month. It doesn't. It's not a set it and forget it thing. So if you have Amazon Prime and you're not using your Amazon or your uh, your Twitch subscription, please send it to us, and that's easy enough to do. There's instructions on our uh, Twitch page over at Twitch.LRN.fm. Just scroll down below the video on the main site there. And you'll see the instructions. We'll continue with the struggling magazine business. Is Apple going to ride in to save the day at the last moment with some digital app that will allow you access to unlimited magazines uh, for 10 bucks a month? Is that going to be the magic that the magazine business needs to stay relevant? Well, Just... might
1: might save the day, but prolong the inevitable.
0: Indeed. Let's go to David, though, in New Mexico. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, David. Ozers. what's on your mind?
2: It's uh, well, Winnipeg, Ontario. Okay. As opposed as opposed to Manitoba. Um, Got it. There's there's a there's a there's a point to this, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna jerk your your listeners' chain to make a point uh, by given the revealing the details. This comes from your news, actually, that you most of your listeners don't hear that those of us on uh, either on the hold or listening on TuneIn here, mm-hmm. and uh, Florida man, uh, uh, sexual battery, he committed a sexual battery, and uh, this was in Tampa, and uh, the, what he did to this, uh, this uh, female was he took her into a private room in a public space, public building, private room, and did some sort of undisclosed act of sexual battery Oh, against no. her, after he sat her down and uh, put her hands behind her back, blindfolded her, and then did whatever he did. This uh, was it. This, a cop uh, uh, victim. You're ruining my story, dude. Uh, yeah, the cop. <laughs> man, his name is Mel- Mel- <laughs> Malcolm, 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 Malcolm. Curtis Tillman. And uh, the, the, this girl was six years old. Whoa. And it was in a. It was in a school. Oh my and, god! And the cop, the cop was there interacting with her because he was responding to uh, a call for service because this girl was a victim of alleged victim of sexual abuse at the school. Wow! And so he takes her in the in a private room and uh, does this stuff to her. Um, uh, and anyway, and the moral of the story is that. Now wait, wait. Um, just
0: to clarify, uh, I mean, look, not that I'm going to take the side of a cop, but um, I mean, is there was there any evidence? For this, or was it just her yeah, word?
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm get from from your the news report that I hear on your your mm-hmm. station there, the the the, the evidence uh, corroborated the girl's story. What you know? so oh, dear, the, the evidence. Okay. So what's gotcha. being released uh, so far is that the evidence corroborates yep. what the girl said. Wow. So and it's and so you know. It, it, yeah. Yesterday I called in with a drunk driving family court judge. Today we got a cop responding to a child, you know, a, you know, a, a, a child that a family court judge would have uh, wrote orders to protect. And here it is, the cop that a cop that's victimizing a six year old who was already a victim of sexual abuse in a school. This happened, in a, you know, in a public school, mm-hmm. Booker T. Washington Elementary School, I believe it was. So, oh my god, where was this served. in where was this in Florida? In Tampa?
0: Tampa, okay. Cuz I was going to say there was a Booker yeah. I know there was a Booker high school where I grew up. I don't remember if there was a Booker elementary. So yeah, maybe the elementary ones in uh, in Tampa. So once again, uh these are, you know, this is the kind of service that everybody is forced to pay for. You're literally forced to pay the salary of people who are raping children. Yeah
2: serving the serving the s out of you.
0: Thanks for the call David, appreciate it. Toll free number tonight 855 450 free like freedom. That's 855 450 3733. What do you do about something like that? Because you know, is that the first time that he did something like that? Or was this one of many? Times?
1: And is is he going to is he going to get face justice or is he only going to get paid vacation leave? A slap the on course. the hand. Yeah. Frequently that's
0: what happens. Though I will say this about the government system and corrupt cops. If the cop's a sex fiend, a lot of times they do actually get some kind of justice. A lot of times they will lose their job, maybe even have to go to actual prison.
1: Well, now, now, Ian, don't be too judgmental, right? You're you're, you're criticizing his orientation, right? You know, maybe... maybe. Uh, Rapist is not an orientation well, well no 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 but how do you know it was uh, how do you know it was rape right he might you know just he's if he's a pedophile he might not be able to help it ian right <laughs> you, you don't be a bigot don't be a sexist bigot uh um, orientation there's a difference between
0: uh, a rapist and somebody who has a predilection somebody who has a preference or whatever well he obviously if your preference pre- is for child molestation you're a criminal
1: so so you're trying you're saying having a feeling should be illegal
0: uh no if you act on the feeling then it's then it's illegal yeah that's that's the difference is actually doing something about it the toll free number if you want to join us 855 450 free so back to the story here about magazines ad revenue is down in recent month uh, months apple has met with media executives the story by the way from bloomberg To address concerns that a new texture could siphon off subscribers, a team led by Eddie Q and former Condé Nast executive, Condé Nast is a major magazine publisher, uh, Liz Schmill, has argued that texture subscriber growth could generate enough revenue to exceed what media companies get from their own subscription business, said one person. Apple executives have also compared the opportunity with Texture to their success with music. Since the company bought Beats Music in 2014 and has used it as the basis for Apple Music the following year, the service has grown to more than 50 million subscribers. Which, obviously, magazines would love to get a chunk of that. I mean, magazine subscribers have been falling off quite a bit over the last couple of decades. The question now is whether Texture can achieve that kind of growth. The app had roughly two hundred thousand subscribers when Apple purchased it, a person familiar with the matter set. In twenty fifteen, the service paid out more than fifteen million in revenue to publishers, which are compensated based on how much time readers spend with their articles. Okay, so that answers one of my questions earlier was how do you you know, given there's two hundred magazines that you get access to for ten bucks a month, how do they divvy up, you know, that ten bucks? If marketed properly and Apple does tend to do a good job marketing, it could work, said Brill, but only as a supplement to revenue that quality magazines get online from readers anyway. It's not going to be a substitute for that. Joey Levin, chief executive officer of online media company IAC, said publishers could benefit from a Netflix or Spotify model by aggregating readers and their payment information in one place. But publishers prefer to have direct relationships with readers rather than relying on a tech platform. Quote, in the long term, the platform becomes all powerful and nobody has monetized that in any meaningful way, meaning that the companies aren't going to get extra money out of being on this platform directly from. I mean, they're going to get a little bit, I guess, out of the subscription revenues. But can they sell more ads based on the fact that they're there? And, you know, will that be really worth um, the effort? I don't know. It seems like too little too late. For the magazine business, but we'll keep our eyes on the story. Coming up, Roger Stone, this political hack. uh, shell
1: GOP shill. He's
0: in trouble. You've got an update on that story, which we haven't covered at all on Free Talk Live. It's coming up next. free talk live dial toll free if you want to join us in these remaining moments we have enough time for you right now our number is 855 450 free like freedom that's 855 450 3733 coming up Roger Stone I don't know a whole lot about him I know that he kind of made a name he I guess he was somebody somebody in politics before Trump he's like a political
1: they call like a political hitman a fixer
0: yeah I uh, I had never really heard of the dude before the Trump uh, campaign in 20 2016. And I don't really know a whole lot about him. I just know he sort of appeared. He actually apparently was invited to the Free State Project's Liberty Forum. I think that same year he
1: did do some lobbying for libertarians. If you want to, in in the past, if you want to get like a an in my opinion unbiased uh, look at him, there's a great documentary on Netflix called "Get Me Roger Stone." Whether you love him or hate him, uh, it's a very interesting one. I enjoyed a very entertaining documentary. Now he's
0: not a libertarian.
1: Well, I mean, he claims right. to be one. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, you know, uh, what was it? So he believes in, what was it, the right for gay marriage, marijuana, hmm. uh, anti-war. This is what he says, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, what, what, what he actually believes, no one knows. But, I mean, he has lobbied for those things in the past. Interesting. And he's vocal about being a libertarian, but he also calls Trump a libertarian. Now, didn't uh, he just get raided? Yes, yes. He got raided. Uh, so, Trump is a, is a um uh, sorry, St- Roger Stone is a Trump ally, and he got Uh, he was accused of something like a process crime during the Mueller investigation and so at Hmm. the uh, around like five or so in the morning at the ungodly hour in the morning Roger Stone gets SWAT teamed right like you know dozens of agents dozens of vehicles show up and CNN was mysteriously tipped off you know I'm going to go into that uh, more on uh, next Saturday's episode question of 40 here but this one is this this Saturday this Saturday yes thank you this is from uh, Politico and it's Roger Stone faces a gag order he has a plan to resist it so he's out on like 200 200 grand bail. Wow, what are they charging him with? Uh... Do you know? I think it'll say. As I said, it's like a process crime, so I think he might have him. Uh, Why in him of, the hell did they bring
0: dozens of officers in for a process crime?
1: Well, I think it's to make a statement. It's like one, it's humiliating for Trump because right. this is his ally, and two, it's just to send a message because you know the deep state. You know they don't let you know, whether or not you agree with Trump and his side mm-hmm. or not. The deep state they don't like this because this is you know this is someone else, another group trying to get in on their turf. So huh. this is it's a full on. I'd say it's like a, a cold civil war at this point, like. Hmm. within the government so yeah well, well here's what i know you got a story here but why doesn't trump just fire these people uh, that, that's what that's what all his supporters are asking. I yeah. mean, it's well within his rights. So some people think that Iver... He's either, the
0: executive head. He can fire any of them, right?
1: Well, either he's getting bad advice or, two, he knows something we don't, that if he does fire some one of these people, which is within his right, as well as mm-hmm. building, you know, because of a, if he decides to declare a national emergency to build the wall, uh, that's within his right as the executive to do it. Other presidents have declared national emergencies in the past and like, done all sorts of you've got things. An, you've so, got a
0: rant. Rabid dog, running loose, hurting your friends, why wouldn't you do the right
1: thing and put them down? Well, because, uh, and the answer is because we live in a world that has laws that are counterintuitive and only function to keep Mm -hmm. the establishment in place so one theory that i've heard and i this is what i believe that the reason why trump hasn't uh, fired Mueller, hasn't you just cleared house of all the you know the deep state uh, swamp is because if he starts throwing around you know executive muscle like uh like andrew jackson Mm -hmm. there's gonna be i don't know something that we're we're gonna pull we're gonna try and crash the economy we're gonna try and maybe like i don't know arrest him you know something's gonna happen it it may be as simple as
0: the, uh, the, the unions are incredibly powerful. There's probably some crazy contracts where he just can't just, even though he in theory could fire someone, he can't just fire. Because if you're a bureaucrat, it's hard to actually get fired in a lot of cases. Like you got to have some kind of cause, not just because Trump doesn't like you.
1: It could be. It definitely could be that, yeah. or uh, it could all just be political theater and they're all in on it. I mean, we don't know, right? It's, you know, it's like it's like Rome at this mm. point, right? It's like, or it's like, it's very Byzantine at this point. It's, uh, you know, I mean, like if you showed this, if you told like the founding father or anyone with a stable head under shoulders from before 1900, this is what our country came to, they'd say, well, why didn't you overthrow it already? Why mm. didn't you in- initiate the Second Amendment, which protects people from governments? All right. What's the story? So Roger Stone has long feared he would be slapped and with a gag order uh, political. Story? Politico, oh, okay. if he got indicted and he's ready to plan to make sure he won't have to stay silent the, the federal judge in stone's case amy berman jackson has already has already hushed a court uh, a quarterly of others caught in special counsel robert muller's dragnet including paul manafort rick gates and her attorneys they were quieted after one of the lawyers told reporters that Mueller's case was quote ridiculous jackson will have a much longer record of public commentary from stone to work with with when the longtime donald trump associate appears friday afternoon for his first status hearing tied to the special counsel's charges that he lied to congress and obstructed the house investigation into russian election meddling it's- charges that he lied to congress that's the charge yes. and what was the other and one obstructed the house's investigation into russian election meddling if, so those are
0: you can actually get charged. Are you under perjury when uh, you're testifying in front of the the House?
1: Well, uh, from from my understanding, you could in in Roger Stone's case and Paul Manafort's case, they could get busted for it. I mean, even though people like Hillary Clinton have lied to Congress before, and that doesn't yeah. happen. You, know, as long as you're on, you know, as long as you're on you're one you're, of them, on, yeah, one of them on the outside mm-hmm. groups. You know, that's what happens. If Stone is gagged, his contingency plan is already in place. He's got a well-known First Amendment attorney on his legal team who represented the Rap Group to. Crew, to live against, crew to live crew against he's obscenity. From, he's from Quebec, uh, okay. <laughs> against obscenity <laughs> charges in the early 1990s, and Stone has designated a pair of close friends as spokesmen in the event. He and his lawyers are told to stop talking. Until then, Stone won't stop chattering. Since his arrest last Friday, Stone has been on a media blitz. He gave his first interview to the conspiracy theory website Infowars Hmm. and then addressed reporters outside the federal courthouse in Fort Lauderdale. He's discussed his legal defense plans during a series of interviews with major television and cable networks, as well as an impromptu press conference outside his Florida home. Anyone on Stone's email list got a message Monday with a subject line, let's talk about my arrest and a plea for, quote, emergency contributions to to help pay his mounting legal bills. Well, it's
0: not easy. When they come in and swoop in on you, they usually also lock up your bank accounts. So any access that you had to your funds has been completely cut off. Um, Unless he had it buried in his backyard, he doesn't have it.
1: Well, what he's complaining about is when I'd listen to him on Infowars is all the legal fees, right? Because you know he has to go yeah. to Washington, he has to it's have expensive. a security, he has to have a, sec- he claims to have a security detail because, like, you know, if you take a look at one of Via press conferences, there's like dozens of people screaming how much they hate him, trying to talk over him. Hmm. So I mean, and you know, even though Roger Stone might not be the best person in the world, I mean, he's certainly done some shady things. He's part of the establishment, in my opinion. Uh, it's it's he is what's happening to him is unfair and it's 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 scary. I mean, it's like the U.S. You know, Rush Limbaugh was going on saying that this is uh, not, not not his words exactly but it's it's very concerning people are comparing this to Nazi Germany or comparing it to the Soviet Union you know and and as they say the only reason why Roger Stone was targeted was because he was an ally of current President Trump. So, on Instagram, Stone, as of Tuesday night, had posted 30 times about the indictment, including a mock-up photograph of a special counsel in a waiter outfit holding up a tray topped with an empty hamburger bun. Here's what Mueller has on me, hashtag nothingburger, Stone mm-hmm. wrote. It's always been Roger Stone's intention to maintain his First Amendment rights throughout the process, said Michael Caputo, a longtime Stone associate and one of the people who's in position to step up a spokesman if Stone gets gagged. So, so Ian, you have an extended legal history. Were you ever uh, given a gag order by a judge? Uh, no. However, there was a judge
0: who tried to coerce us into um, posting something, sort of the reverse of a gag order, where the judge tried to say you have to, you must post a thing to Freekeen. Keen. Uh, it was during the, uh, it was like 2010, I think 2011, when Brad Jardis, who was a Free Keen blogger, uh, was going to do a protest at one of the colleges it was actually plymouth state university he was going to uh do an open carry protest on plymouth state university and he sort of telegraphed what his intentions were in advance and the judge demanded that brad jardis write some sort of i forget what exactly he demanded he post but to post uh, some kind of retraction or whatever it was on the site and i basically came in there and deleted brad's post and basically put po- put up a uh, a taunt to the judge saying that you're not going to tell me what gets posted on my website, and the judge backed down. He didn't do anything
1: about it. Well, exactly. Nor should they have the ability to force someone to say something or Correct. not force it. Like, how does that help the legal process in any way? It by, doesn't. It's by just
0: you. a power you know power grab by these judges. So in this
1: case, uh, Stone is facing a charge for lying to Congress. Which which is a process crime. It's like the crime happens while they were in the process of investigating a potential crime. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it it could have been as simple and I haven't looked too far into it. It could have been as simple as they said, who did you meet with Friday, January 27th, 2013? And he might have, you know, made said, said someone it wasn't or forgotten. I want to
0: know more about these congressional testimonies. I want to know if they're Uh, under oath. Um, So therefore, if they were under oath, then why aren't they charging him with perjury? Um. So maybe it's unsworn fals- falsification or something like that, some federal equivalent, like a misdemeanor equivalent of that. But is, if that's the case, why is he out on $200,000 bail? Personal, Honestly,
1: personal recognition bail. It was PR? And, okay. And, they, and, uh, yeah, and he even said before he got SWAT teamed that, he, that to not SWAT team him because they could end up killing him, that he'd be willing to turn himself in. That's what he said. It's like, objectively, the whole Mueller uh, probe is a witch hunt. Sounds that way. It's a Kopkin Stasi fascist witch hunt. We're out of
0: time for the radio show, but we've got Freer Talk Live coming up on our Twitch feed over at twitch.lrn.fm. You can join us there. We won't have those pesky FCC sensors get in the way. That's coming up in just moments. Uh, meanwhile, you can join us online as well over at freetalklive.com. Some of you asked and now we've delivered. LRN.FM's live Keene New Hampshire studio shows are now streamed in HD on Twitch. Visit our channel at twitch.lrn.fm and give it a follow. If you have Amazon Prime, you get one free subscription on Twitch. If you use it on our channel, Twitch will give LRN.FM a monthly piece of your Prime subscription cost. So please watch, follow, share and subscribe to twitch.lrn.fm. That's twitch.lrn.fm.